table of wrestling knowledge. Breaking down the week's news and rumors. The Spanish announce table. Episode 19, Spanish Announce Table. We're legal. We are legal. <laughs> uh, we've been legal. Yeah. So, uh, what's new, T-Mac? What is new? Not much. You know, yeah. not too much going on. Uh, started a new job. Yeah, that's what you were telling me. Started a new job doing sales. Sales. Yeah, it's a first. Uh, it's a grown-up job, not my first mm. one, but it's a grown-up job. Monday yeah. through Friday. You do your dress nice. Yeah, and... eight to five. Monday through Friday. Ugh, you know. Yeah, I'm used to the retail life where it's like, hey, I might close tonight, so I work at one in the afternoon, so I don't have to wake up till noon. Right. Hey. Hey. Now I have to wake up at, and I live 45 minutes away from where I work, so I got to wake up at 6.15, Monday through Friday. Yeah, I'm at work at 5 a.m. Yeah, but for you, you can move around, yeah. right? You know what I mean? You're picking up things. You're Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm in a cubicle. Yeah, no, that sucks. And so it's going to be hard for me yeah, to that, that keep my life, eyes open. Uh, that life sucks. But, uh. Got the uh, got the new job. Today was the yep. first day. You got some Rob Schamberger paintings. I did. I got five Rob Schamberger paintings. Which is badass. Yes. I took advantage of the Black Friday sale uh, the first day. The Actually, Black Friday. Because right. he had the Black Friday, Saturday, Sunday, then Cyber Monday. Uh, I, I took advantage of the uh, Friday. It was $10 on, I think, over 200 paintings he had, or prints uh, that right. he had. And so I picked up five of those. Uh, really excited. One of them is a is a legend that we're hoping to get on soon hoping we will we will and uh ho- hopefully i can grab that painting of rob's or print of rob's and then uh, we can meet uh said legend and get that signed that would be amazing he sells rob Schamberger sells the painting of this person signed but for me, I actually want no, you to want see him actually sign. Yeah, yeah. and I, it, it is actually signed. I just want to see him well, do it for me. Right, exactly. I want to say to T Mac. You yeah. know what I mean? So, what's well, new with you? You just want to meet him. Nothing. 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 And just, jo- uh, are you uh, getting ready for the holidays? See, you have kids. Yeah. For uh-huh. me, I I'm young, single, and stupid. So for holidays, I'm just expecting. Not gifts. necessarily in that order either. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> stupid is always first. <laughs> But so for me, holidays have been the same since I was a kid. You know what I mean? Like, right. I'm expecting a gift from my parents. I'm going to get my parents something. You wake up and see what Santa brought you. Right. Everything else. But you got <laughs> right. kids and all that stuff. Yeah, so how's that treat it's you? rough. I just did uh, lights on the outside of the house oh, today. What a, an adult thing yeah, to do. Yeah, right? I don't even uh. Yeah. Well, the wife pressured me into it, and it's right. her birthday tomorrow. So I was like, "Well, oh, yeah. happy early birthday if she listens." Yeah, see, uh, I won't say what her age is. Right? Know, no, you should like never say about never that. say a woman's age or but it's wait. a big one coming up. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, she's kind of you know. Yep. The round numbers the women don't seem to. They don't like. Those. They don't appreciate those round <laughs> yeah. numbers. Nope. But what we're here to talk about 
isn't birthdays. No, it's not birthdays. It's or jobs. It's professional wrestling. Yes, WWE, sports entertainment, TNA, sports entertainment. Yes, and uh, we've got some new listeners. I uh, I know of. As a matter of fact, one reached out to us on Twitter. Yes, and we'll get into an email from her. Later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, well, you said I bet no women listen to this show. I know I did say that one episode. <laughs> I bet no women will listen to this. Yeah, I am proven incorrect. incorrect. Yeah, uh-huh. incorrect. But what we do, we break down the news, mm-hmm. and then we get into show results: Raw, SmackDown, TNA. Then we answer some emails, and then maybe a final thought, and then maybe some final thoughts and special shows. We do pay per view breakdowns and. Pay-per-view picks, that kind of thing, but none of those this week. Yeah, and also we'll have some guests on from time to time. If this yes. is your first time listening, uh, make sure to check out some past episodes. Yes. Um, you know, we've had... Uh, Rob Schamberger. Rob Schamberger. Dolph Ziggler. You know, we've had yep. a lot of good guests on so far. So if this is your first time listening, thank you, first off. And second, uh, give a past show a listen. You yeah. know, obviously... The results and things like that are dated, but right. the interviews are still pretty good. But it's a podcast. You can yeah. click forward, move around, exactly. something that's outdated, and see what you think. But yes. what we're going to do now is the news. The news. <laughs> TNA Science Theater 3000. The hell does that mean? Mm. The Wrestling Observer reports that with the exception for last week's TNA Impact Wrestling tapings in Orlando, TNA has not had Mike Tanay or Taz at their recent television tapings. Rather, they have instead been bringing both of them to Nashville to record the commentary later while watching it. What's your thoughts on that? I don't know. I'll have to see how it comes off. I mean, I guess you wouldn't know if they do it right. That's true. Here's the only downside I see that is let's just say there's an amazing Hurricane Rana or, you know, an amazing... yes. A dive to the outside. It's not the same feel. It's not the same feel. Yeah. The plus to that, though, is you know the storylines and you don't have to think on the fly. Because for Mike Tanay, as long as he's been the play-by-play guy for TNA, he sucks. Yeah. I would have them there and then go back over. Yeah. You yeah. know? And then, hey, if we screwed this up, we can go back and redo it. That's how I would do it. Yeah. The only problem with that... Is sometimes the audio levels, and you can tell. Yeah, you know, we're in the radio business. I've That's been true. listening. I tell, yeah. yeah, I can tell when audio is not live. It's been edited. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's been chopped up. So, I mean, but we're the exception. You know what I mean? We're the ones really yeah. critiquing it. And I, I've spent nine years in radio, so you know I'm listening. Mm. Like that's the first well, thing I hear. If they'd hire quality audio people, though, they can eliminate some of that. Yeah, definitely. In the process, but, but you know, it's good because then I think. Their their goal is to get storylines concise, clear, and relayed to us. That's true. So, so the the intent here is good. Yeah I, yeah, I feel it's a good move. Eventually, hopefully, they will be able to get back to going live. I mean, Taz has done WrestleManias, for God's sakes. For as bad as people like to give him crap for, I like him. Because he, he, he well, sounds like, like him us. I like that he's in a heel now, too. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. him because he sounds like us. You know what I mean? He's not giving like Mike Tanay when he was the third guy on Nitro. I hated him because he said all this stupid crap yeah, about things stuff. I didn't care about. And Eddie Guerrero was the first luchador to unmask himself and disgrace the Mexican wrestling. I don't care. He just did a freaking backflip off a top rope. Just tell yeah, me that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The only thing Tanay was good for was during those cruiserweight matches. He knew what the moves were called. Yeah, and even then it was like 
I'm not going to remember that. Yeah, but know? it was. At least it gave some legitimacy to yes, it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, anyway. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The official WWE website posted a poll asking fans to vote on who they feel is the most talented total diva. Who do you think's leading that? Oh, fan God. poll. Fan poll. Huh? All right. On WWE.com. I haven't looked. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bet. Who's the most talented total diva? What would your vote be? I would say. I would say Trinity. Trinity. Yes. But I'm going to bet they said Natalia. Trinity. Um, or what's her wrestling? Naomi. Yeah, Naomi. Her real name's Trinity. Right. Which sounds like a wrestling name. Uh, and then her wrestling name sounds like what, what her real name would be. Currently, Natalia is winning the poll at 41%. Oh, yeah. Currently trailed by Brie Bella at 17. Are you shitting me? Uh-huh. Then Nikki Bella at 16. Oh, God. Naomi at 9. JoJo at seven, Eva Marie at six, and Cameron at four percent. <laughs> Cameron's last, yeah. behind two girls who haven't even wrestled yeah. really. <laughs> yeah. And you see that uh, Naomi or uh, who's the last one? Uh, who's in last place? Cameron. Cameron. I already forgot their stupid names. Uh-huh. Uh, Cameron has a rap CD coming out, or oh, it's like geez. a R and B crap. She's one that needs to be off of my television. Yeah. I don't like her attitude. Boy, bye. And shut just, up. She's you not suck. in it for the right reasons at yeah. all. She doesn't care. She just wants to be famous. Yep. She is what uh, what an old girlfriend of mine used to call it. Was a big wrestling fan. A show ho. Oh, is what she great. Is. Yeah, definitely yes. great line. But I think uh, Trinity is because she's got the move set that's not as good as uh, Natalia, but right. it's, it's good quality. Right. And she has way, way better personality. Yes, that's true. Naomi or uh, Natalia just bores the shit can't out of me. Can't, can't cut a promo. Can't cut a promo. Tell a storyline. Yeah, that's very right. She's boring. But 41% versus 17, 16, 9, 7. I mean, Natalia's blowing them out the water in that poll. Neat. Body slamming Betty Ford. <laughs> that sounds like something that would actually happen. Huh? The Wrestling Observer reports that, according to sources, WWE sent out its annual rehab letter to former employees earlier this week. For anyone that doesn't know, that letter states that anyone who has ever held a performance contract with WWE or was ever contracted to be a referee can enter WWE-sponsored rehab if needed. The letter was signed by Triple H and included a 24-hour support line for talents to call, which is probably one of the better things WWE does. Oh, 100%, definitely. The only thing that, you know, I think it's amazing and I think it's great, and I think those exceptions when guys such as Scott Hall fall off the rails, that's great. Here's my only thing that kind of irritates me. Let's say you're Rene Dupree, and you yeah. told everyone in the company, go F yourself, go F yourself, go F yourself. Then you get fired. Right. And then you start doing drugs? Fuck yourself. Yeah, it's your problem. It's now your problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, well, and this is all for PR. Trust me, they don't want to pay for Scott Hall's 18th rehab. Right. Or and they Kurt don't Angle's, want to, and, yeah. Right. But it makes them look good. And it Plus, is a good since, thing to since do. Since they're not providing health care, this is one thing they can do. Right. That, you know. But you get what I'm saying, though? No, it's I like, do. Absolutely. It's like they could, any wrestler now or ref could mm-hmm. just be like, oh, I'm done. 
and now I'm going to go party, you know, ball so hard. Yeah. And then guess what? I'm going to go to rehab. On just their to, dime. On their dime. I might be homeless, but I'm going to get some shelter on their dime and go to rehab. You know, those rehab f- facilities are pretty nice. Yeah, they are. You yeah. Know? I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. But good for them. Yeah. Sin Mystico? Yeah, go into that. Tell me about this. Sin Cara, in quotations, returned last night on Raw. But, but he didn't. But it wasn't the former Mexican superstar Mystico playing him. Uh, Hunico, who has portrayed him previously, uh, worked under the mask. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So before we get into Raw, mm-hmm. uh, did you notice that huge-ass tattoo? Oh, no, uh-uh. He's yeah. got a tattoo now. Yeah. Huh? Oh, no, I didn't notice. And I was like, this isn't him. Yeah. So Mystico... Kick rocks. That's what yeah. sucks when you wear a mask. Well, it's the company has not been happy with Mystico's work since being signed, and well, who would have been? Yeah. Uh, word is that Mystico doesn't expect to be re-signed when his contract is up, and uh, but the Sin Cara merchandise is still selling well and reportedly sold very well on their recent European tour. So WWE is feeling that they will keep the gimmick but change the performers going forward. <coughs> the only thing can we change, for God's sakes, is that stupid fucking light. Oh, I hate it. It You're doesn't not. help at all. It doesn't make him cooler. Yeah. It doesn't like and and it's like at the thing too, you're making it harder for me to see him. Well, here's the thing. Did, okay, so I know we're going to get into this later, so maybe we can gloss over it when we get to it, but let's just do it now. So, he had the match with Alberto Del Rio, right? Right. And Alberto does his kick thing but misses, but because there's no fucking light on the turnbuckle, you don't see it. Yeah. The the commentators, even Jerry Lawler is like, "I think you missed." And then they have to replay it and do it slow-mo and say, uh, because we can't see. You can't see it. You suck. Yeah, yeah that lighting's stupid. I don't it's like so it. dumb. Yeah. And they do it in the video game, too. You know that? Yeah, yeah, you told me that. I yeah. hate that. I'm yeah. Brock Lesnar. I got to go under a goddamn orange light because yeah. of this son of a bitch. Yeah. Got to go under the Taz lights. <laughs> That's what I think about that. <laughs> P.S. stands for probation served. Yeah, again. Uh, according to ProWrestling.net, Michael P.S. Hayes has returned to his work as an agent for WWE as of last night's Raw. Hayes took a leave of absence on October 10th that a WWE rep said was for personal reasons. However, it was reported later, but not confirmed, that he was suspended after offering the just-out-of-rehab Rosa Mendez some alcohol. <laughs> you know, he's a dick. Yeah. He's a dick. He's a total dick. And, and it's he- like, it's... I, this is what I don't understand. Like, okay, so I know WWE and especially Vince still works under some old time, mm-hmm. you know, wrestling rules of mm-hmm. I know this guy, I trust this guy, mm-hmm. he's a good worker. But all these other things that like they kick people out of for because they're breaking these PR rules. You've got a guy who's clearly and like outwardly racist, mm-hmm. uh, clearly sexist. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sexually harasses people. Yes. Gives your people that you probably paid for rehab alcohol. Mm-hmm. Why are they still keeping this guy around? What dirt does he have on them? He must have something. He must He must be Dolphins 19, <laughs> 1920, 1925. Hey. Hey, good. I never be. thought about hey. Yeah. He could be. That Dolphins. sounds exactly like something that fucker yeah. would do. So he'd be. He could be Dolphins nineteen twenty five, and he could be the reason why Stephanie and Triple H are selling all their damn stocks. You know what I mean? Something. Here's the thing. Is he nineteen? Is he Dolphins nineteen twenty five? Easily could Ooh. be. Here's the thing too. So I think he's an asshole, 
Just yeah. because I watch, and this is my opinion, I watch the documentaries about Edge or Stone Cold, and he comes off like a dick. I just don't like, I don't like him on my TV for that reason. Yeah, just watching him, he looks like a dick. Legends right. of Wrestling Roundtable that JR used to do on the uh, 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 subscription channel. I hate him on that, smoking the big cigar, talking over people who are having valid points. I hate him for that. Now, if you start listening to other podcasts, Art of Wrestling or Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast. After you listen to ours, of course. After, of course. But like Xbox brings up, he goes, you know, Michael Hayes is a dick when he's drunk. <laughs> yeah. And he's drunk yes, a lot. Yeah. That story when he cut off his ponytail. Yeah, good. Great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's but, an know, ass. He's an asshole. So what the hell? And he's not even good. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and that's the thing is, as with most storyline writing and stuff, you get used up. You run out of ideas and you start recycling the same stuff. Why do we keep having this guy around? Even when he was in charge of SmackDown, I feel the worst SmackDown has ever been is when he was in charge. When it was the Eddie Guerrero was the champ and JBL was going after him kind of thing. And then when JBL had had the belt that time period, and I'm not blaming JBL, but I'm saying even below you had Rene Dupree and uh, – you had like Devon as a minister and all that shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like the only thing saving SmackDown was Kurt Angle and Rey Mysterio and like an emerging Randy Orton and Undertaker. Yeah. That was the worst it's ever been. And he was in charge. Yeah. So he sucks. He sucks. He sucks. He's terrible. He sucks. Not so flawless. I just fell out of my chair. Oh, nice. <laughs> You're clearly not so flawless. <laughs> not so flawless. Yeah. Layla, conspicuously absent lately. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Reportedly off the road dealing with an undisclosed medical issue. She's the, pregnant. The diva asked to be taken off the road to deal with the issue, and uh, that time off was granted. You think she's pregnant? I, I've i been hearing kind of things that this might be something a little more serious that they're not really letting on or telling people what's going on. What do you think it is? I have no idea. But I almost kind of think it's nothing like injury. It's more of a uh, like a disease and or. You she know got what I mean? butt like cancer. Something. You know? Who knows? <laughs> that would suck. Butt cancer? <laughs> butt cancer. Yeah. Sorry, Mom. I got the butt cancer. I got the cancer of the butt. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she has been gone because she did that heel turn with AJ, looking all hot. Yeah. And then said, see ya. Yeah, that sucks. She's one of my favorites. I don't, know. I don't like her. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, I always liked her. The only time I like I'm a sucker for a British accent on a woman. Though. I hate it, actually. Oh, oh my God. I want to mm. front kick her in the mm. face every time mm. I hear that mm. accent. Mm. And not just on her. Any Okay, every British girl you come across, you can send them my way. I easily, yeah. yeah, you could easily have them all. Yeah, I hate that accent. I could easily have them all. <laughs> <laughs> sure. The only time I like Layla though, yes, was, you was, set that up for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I did, I did. Right. The only time I like Layla though was when she was with Michelle McCool. Yeah, flawless. And it was really Michelle McCool, yeah, in my opinion. Really, it was I Michelle like McCool being the uh, the Mike General and even Ring General, well, and sure, Layla yeah. was the second. Yeah, she was definitely the uh, the. Robin to the Batman of that storyline right, for yeah. sure, but uh, I just do like Layla, and she's easy on the eyes. Oh, she's easy on the eyes, but I don't. Eh. Mm. I'd mm. like to have Kelly Kelly back instead the, of her. The best thing of that was when they had that split belt. That was just cool. Yeah, it was like broken. Like yeah, the, yeah. Like the, the best friends uh-huh. necklaces and stuff. Yeah, just totally cool. Well, that's all the slow news week. So uh, very we'll slow news week. Yeah. Oh, before we get into it though, 
Uh, Adam Pierce, congratulations, got the WWE developmental yes, deal. Yeah, and, he's uh, going to be training down at the. Uh, well, yeah. he's going to be a trainer down there at the uh, WWE Performance Center. Yeah, and uh, that's great. Yeah, so good, good for him. Good teachings. Yes. So we're going to come back and we're going to get into the uh, flagship show of the wrestling world, Monday Night Raw. Yes, we are. And that'll be uh, after this break on the Trending Topics Network, and you're listening to the Spanish Announce Table. TrendingTopicsNetwork.com You say you need a good reason to check out the TrendingTopicsNetwork.com? Well, I've got five. Number one, Fight Show Live. Masters in the business of beatdown, Ozone and T-Mac bring you all things MMA. Number two, Trending Mobile Technology. Piper the DJ takes a bite out of the mobile space every week as he gives you Android, iOS, Microsoft, and BlackBerry. Number three, The Real News. MJR shares politics and current events the only way he knows how, unbiased and honestly. Number four, the Spanish announce table. Captain Awesome and T-Mac are slamming your face through a table full of wrestling knowledge every week as they break down WWE and TNA. Number five, Old School at the Movies. Mr. Old School and his panel of critics are your one-stop shop for all your movie needs as they give you box office hits, DVD releases, even Netflix, and the bargain bin. TrendingTopicsNetwork.com. Better check in every day because you never know what's going to be trending next. Yo, 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 yo. Pop a 40 and check your rollies. It's crime time. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. It's also time to talk about some Monday Night Raw on the Spanish announce table. Before we get into that, yeah. one observation that I like. Uh, Paul Heyman, right? Yeah. I kind of miss him on Raw. Uh-huh. However, when it seems like he's gone for a while. Yeah. And when he's been gone, like, yeah. you know, that time period he was away from WWE. Yeah. His Twitter is amazing because he posts pictures... Uh, like this. Oh wow! What is this? Yeah. For anybody, I'm uh, with the enhanced radios. I'm looking at a picture of a very attractive female. Uh, minus the fact that you can see her ribs, I don't like that. But she's hot. Yeah, but she's he, hot, but she could put on ten to fifteen. Oh, if but you ask me. Whatever. Yeah. But, no, look at those ribs, man. What are you gonna play xylophone while you got her in the bed? You, you got that. You got, you got that far. You got that far. I stopped at two things I saw before that. Yeah, well, I've seen enough of those. And but he to... posts a lot of pictures like that. Yeah, and it makes me smile. Yeah. So I miss that's him on good. Raw, but I love him on Twitter. Yeah. Well. So that's kind so it's of a, it's give a good trade off. Yeah. Yeah. Give and take. That'll that'll hold you over. Yeah. Yep. Well, well, let's talk about the Heymanless Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. Coming live from Oklahoma City. Uh, I used to live in Oklahoma City. About Did three you? years. Uh huh. Went to a Raw in Oklahoma City. Hmm, sorry uh, about that. The one I went to, I don't know if you remember this one, the pyro goes off and shuts the power down to the building. <laughs> <laughs> so the power goes, like, pyro, pew, 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 bam, 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 bam. Darkness. And we're all like, Say we're what? thinking, all right, what's happening? Undertaker? No. Nope. And then, like, Malfunction. We're just hanging out, and then like some guy comes walking out to the ring. <laughs> like the emergency lights are on, and they're just wrestling. Like I, I watched it back later, and they were kind of like, "Oh well, the power went out." It took them a while to get it going, but yeah, my tickets were free. 
It was a right, yeah, can't really. military thing, you know, so, which was fun. I got drunk that night. I kept, uh, I talked to the guy working the uh, counter to uh, sell me beer in a popcorn tub. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what you should do right? on the show. Um, well, because I knew how those things worked. I'd worked those before and like they get charged by the cup. So I was like, how much will you charge me if you just give me, you know what I mean? Like Because mm-hmm. when I would work that thing, I would have people just bring back their cups and I'd just pocket the cash. Right. Because I'm a horrible person. You are. But. I'm stupid and you're horrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Oklahoma City. Uh, we see footage from last week where the Shield attacked Punk and Punk is out. He says he's been trying to figure out why the Shield attacked him. So he's been trying to figure that out all week. And he says he just realized he's in denial. He knows they attacked him. But, uh, he says he knows why they attacked him. But he wants to be wrong this one time. Punk brings up his words about Triple H from last week. He says he hopes he's wrong, but surely Triple H isn't dense enough to kick a hornet's nest. Basically saying Triple H mm-hmm. because he said some bad things about, right. about him, right? Uh, Punk says if he's right, Triple H and the authority are ignorant, stupid dumbasses. And this brings out Stephanie McMahon. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And here is what I think are the two best, currently, today, mm-hmm. with Paul Heyman out, the two best people on the mic they have. I Punk think she's and Stephanie. Yeah, yeah, I think she's definitely. better. Than, I think she's better than Triple H. Definitely. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right she's now. Great. Right now. Yeah. She's great. Uh, she says they wouldn't have had the Shield attack him, uh, all because he called Triple H a bad name. You know, it's beneath them. She even said she was like, my husband's one of the founding members of Degeneration X. You know what I mean? She's like, do you think we'd have somebody beat you up just because you called him a bad name? Uh, she says uh, they've grown and matured, but clearly Punk hasn't. Stephanie says they were just upset as Punk was, just as upset as Punk was when the Shield attacked him last week, and uh, says, but they have bigger things to worry about tonight, like the TLC contract signing. She says if Punk has any more grievances, she can a- he can ask the director of operations. Out comes Kane. Which, hold on. Yeah. Uh-huh. To me, you just took, and I'm quoting them, an A-plus player. Yeah. And you just threw them to a secondary storyline. Yeah. You you said, you're not to Triple H and Stephanie's level, so here's Kane. Here's Kane. That's a slap in the face. <laughs> well, it's it's that they're too busy to handle his grievances. This so, is what the director of operations is for. You got to think about then, the storyline. Then just have Kane come out. Well, yeah. Yeah, I don't know you why know, that. Well, yeah. That's what you do. Just have Kane just come out and be like, hey, man, I'm here to... You, yeah. you are yeah. my issue. Well, they want to keep her in the authority in people's minds. Anyway, King comes out and talks about his job description. Says the uh, he says the authority had nothing to do with the attack, but he says the issue is resolved. Kane says, uh, "Ask Punk if he has any questions." Punk asks when he became the big red ass kisser. Ah. Ah. They continue to have some words back and forth. Punk threatens to put Kane to sleep. Kane walks to the ring, but Stephanie stops him. And the Shields music hits, and they start coming down from the crowd. Sierra Hotel, India, yada yada. Punk grabs a steel chair, waits for the Shield as they surround the ring. Stephanie interrupts him and tells everyone to stop. She won't have a repeat of last week. Mm-mm. Nope. She says Punk is to be respected. Or, well, this was Kane, I thought. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, no. She said Punk is to be respected and admired. Kane says, yes, respected, admired, and challenged. Kane announces 
at TLC, Punk versus The Shield in a handicap match. Now, what's your thoughts on that? They're filling spots, keeping but everybody involved. It makes it interesting because three-on-one, someone you would think <clears throat> on a pay-per-view would have to come out and help Punk. Right? Yeah, well, I don't know. We'll see, I guess. I don't know. Because it can't just be a squash where, you know, Punk dominates, 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 numbers catch up, and the Shield do their triple fist thing in front mm-hmm. of his dead body or whatever. Yeah. And that's it. Like, something has, something cool has to happen? Yeah, I don't know. Hey, well, man? you would think, but as we get later in the show, you might not think so. It might just seem like they're filling time. But the announcers go on. They say the authority now guarantees one man will emerge from TLC as the undisputed champion. Won't happen. <laughs> Fans can go onto the WWE app and vote for what the new champion should be called. People the, are stupid. The unified champion. The undisputed WWE champion or the undisputed world champion, and the results are announced later. I voted for undisputed WWE champion. I voted for that as well because that's what it's fucking called. Uh, although I don't like any of these options, it should just be the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. You have one champion. Every organization calls themselves yeah. the World Heavyweight Champion, and you throw your company name in front of it. Yes, although I like undisputed because that makes to me. You're saying undisputed. So even though they never acknowledge right. TNA, sure. ROH, sure. all of those shows, sure. saying undisputed to me makes it sound like of everyone. Yeah. If you just say TNA heavyweight world champion or Ring of Honor or WWE heavyweight champion, okay, that's the cha- But when you say undisputed in my mind, that's the top dog of all of them. Yeah, it just sounds like a buzzword to me. I don't like it. But, but that's what it was called. We get... A number one contenders match for the Intercontinental Championship, Damian Sandow versus Dolph Ziggler. Which I like this if there truly is going to be one top tier champion. Make this Intercontinental Champion that next batch of guys. Like I said, which is your Sandow, Ziggler's, Big E, obviously. You know what I mean? Curtis That's it, Axel's, you know? Yeah. Curtis Axel. I'd even say Sheamus when he comes back because I don't view him on the world title level anymore. It depends how he comes back. Yeah, true. But Damien Sandow's cutting a promo while Big E Langston is on commentary. Basically just saying he's going to beat his ass when he wins, you know. Mm-hmm. Ziggler is out next, and uh, he takes control early on. Ziggler, uh, some drop kicks, some pin attempts. Sandow blocks a sleeper, slides to the floor to regroup. Uh, you know, they go back and forth some more. Ziggler, uh, Sandow drops Ziggler over some steel steps. So we're getting a good match, which they've been putting on some great matches lately. Yeah, I mean, it it, it was kind of sad a little bit to see it end. Yeah. But it was good that it didn't drag on to where I was like, again. Again, yeah. Three weeks, I think, three weeks for TV is a good feud. Yeah. If it doesn't have a storyline, which they did. Absolutely, yeah. No, it's good. It's a good back and forth, especially when you do a a rubber match kind of situation. I like those. I feel like they need to do that more often. Have two guys that really aren't doing anything. And just do a, I'm better than you. Yeah. One week you beat me, next week I beat you. See Third what the week. crowd reaction is. Right. You know, see who they get behind. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Sandow ends up getting the win with the You're Welcome, and he's the number one contender for the IC title, and uh, he stares down Langston. I'm looking what forward does, to that, though. What does Dolph do, then? Jobs out to somebody on the kickoff show. I mean, come on. We get AJ Lee, Tamina Snuka, and Summer Rae versus Natalia and the Bella Twins. 
That happened. Uh-huh. Uh, the Bellas take out Tamina. AJ goes to grab Natalia, but Natalia rolls her up for the win. Natalia and the Bella Twins. Winners. That, I don't care. Yay. After the match, AJ skips around and uh, almost forgets her Divas title before heading to the back. Uh, the announcers were kind of like, I don't know if you're to JBL was like, like, why is she skipping? She lost. You know what I mean? They were like, what's she so happy about? I thought that was a good touch. But Well, I mean, because it doesn't, it doesn't matter right now. Yeah. Yeah. This is, and we'll get into this in an email later. Okay. Uh, but they just don't give women proper time, good time, and they just don't give them good storylines. It's just, it's garbage. Well. Just, and I'll get into my whole, yeah. let's just save it for yeah, later. Yeah, we'll save that for later. Because we're talking raw. We come back and Wade Barrett is at ringside at a podium. He's introduced, <laughs> yeah, he's introduced as Bad News Barrett, which if anybody's seen the JBL and Cole show online, you've seen some of this. Uh, he has good news and he has bad news. Good news is we're live on Raw. Bad news is we're stuck in an arena full of overweight hillbillies. Uh, well, he says, you know, hillbillies and overweight miscreants or something like that, who had to name their city after their state just so they can remember it. Oklahoma City, <laughs> which I laughed wholeheartedly. Yes, yes. until you realized. Well, yeah, I live in Kansas City. Kansas City, Kansas. Yeah, which I don't even live in Kansas City, Kansas. Yeah, yeah, it's I live the in metro. Kansas City metro area. Yeah, yeah. But. What's your address again? I'm kidding. You have to put that on <laughs> I was just going to see if you did it. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I'll give the address here. Right. Uh, Randy Orton is backstage with Brad Mad Ox. Is he getting lost? Yeah. I feel like he is. Yep. Orton is glad Maddox is back. He tells him, I really am. I'm glad you're back. You know, As Raw General Manager, Orton needs Maddox to go to the authority and tell them that he demands they recognize him as the greatest superstar ever in the face of the WWE. Or as Kozlov would call it, the double-double-E. Double-double-E. <laughs> Next match, we get Daniel Bryan versus Eric Rowan because that makes sense. It doesn't at all. <laughs> you got captured, and then now. <laughs> well, uh, Daniel Bryan getting his huge pop again. It's not going away. But here's the thing, and maybe I'm being jaded. Well, you are. You seem very angry. Yeah. <laughs> like you want to complain about everything. Today. I do. Well, I do. That's my that's my gimmick. <laughs> but I don't know. Do you think? Here's the thing. Do you think crowds are going there to see Daniel Bryan kick ass and beat up heels? Or are they going there to chant yes to be part of the show? Yeah, that. So that's the only part that's starting to like make me a little nervous about Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Is... Well, they probably realize that now, too. I mean, dang it. But he's good enough. Yeah. It's just. But the whole thing is they will chant the yes thing without Daniel Bryan, but it's always louder and more significant when they roll Daniel Bryan out. Definitely. But what I'm saying is when they see him, are they. Are they saying, yes, now we can all say yes? Mm-hmm. Or are they saying, yes, now he's out there to kick? No, they're saying, yes, now we can all say yes. I so know. he doesn't have to be in a big storyline. But he's right. such a good wrestler. Yeah. But that's... And he got captured, and now he's not even yeah. a part of well, it? Like... Uh, the announcers actually plugged that he's on the Steve Austin podcast, which, like, you know, they don't generally mention that. Yeah, they definitely yeah. don't. Maybe they got a deal worked out. Because so. he did do the PG version, not the Unleashed. Right. You know? True. 
the Wyatt family comes out. They do their entrance, you know, like normal. Lights come on, and Eric Rowan and Luke Harper are in the ring with Brian. Uh, we see footage from last week. The match starts, and there's no sign of Bray Wyatt yet. So match goes on, match goes on. Uh, da, 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 let me find where it ends here so we don't have to go through this hole. It ends with your favorite move. Uh, oh, of course. Brian goes up to the top. Rowan hits a big boot. Rowan presses Ryan high up in the air, but Brian slides out and rolls Rowan up for the win. The roll up. Roll up. Hey, uh. Smoke weed every day? Is that a question or a statement? <laughs> Winner, Daniel Bryan, the GOAT. So what happened? Well, after the match, the lights go out and Bray Wyatt appears on the big screen. I should have got this audio. He tells Rowan and Harper to stand down. He tells Brian they're not going to hurt him unless he tells them to. Bray says he's done a lot of horrible things to a lot of good people, and he's man enough to admit when he's wrong. Bray says he was wrong about Brian. He viewed him as a creature chasing an uphill war he can't win. Bray asks Brian how long he's willing to live this life. says he understands Brian, but they look at him like he's some circus clown here for their amusement. But Bray says he sees the monster in Brian, and they can lo- they can love... You know, they, the fans, can't love Brian like he can. Weird. No, nope. Bray proposes that they tear the walls down in this place together. Tells Brian to open his eyes. Yeah, but... Okay, and I that's like this, great. Though. This is the recruiting. Yeah, 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 thing. and that's awesome. And I do like that. This is what a cult leader would do. Except, except what happened when what they took happened? him? What yeah. happened? I think maybe they got the idea after they carried him off, and they were like, "Crap!" Yeah, you know what I mean? Like we yeah, shouldn't like, have done that. If the, if it was reversed, if that promo was cut last week and then this week they yes, capture him, yes, I would be a million they percent behind at this. At least just like we beat him up and let him go, or, or just like Daniel Bryan's like. They threw me in the back of this truck, but you know what I mean. Like when they stopped, I got off and ran away. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. They they blindfolded me and told me to walk until I felt water. And you know what I mean? Yeah, like something like, crazy. Could have just been anything. They could have explained it away. But that they made didn't. me sound like I've actually kidnapped someone. <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> but I'm just saying. Uh huh. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And that's in my mind right now. And because I'm such a mark for the Wyatt family, it's the most interesting storyline to me. Yeah. But it's the first time – no, it's actually the second time now that the Wyatt family, not them, it's creative, or maybe it is them, swing and a miss. Yeah. Because he captured Kane. Okay, where's Kane? Oh, he's now with the yeah, corporation. Yeah, no yeah, one yeah. cares. He came back and we forgot to mention him. Yeah. Right. And then now Daniel Bryan's just wrestling and no one said what happened. Yeah. I – uh that whole the twice they've botched now the yeah kidnapping of somebody yeah. so then I mean because then it serves no purpose if yeah. they don't do anything the third time they capture fill in the blank I don't care anymore yeah exactly now while we're back from break Daniel Bryan is backstage looking around he runs into Kane director of operations Kane congratulates him on the victory says it's only right that Bryan should face the same challenge at TLC that CM Punk does. So Kane announces then and there that Brian will face the Wyatt family in a handicap match at TLC. So we get two three-on-one handicap matches. Now, they've kind of intermixed these storylines a little bit, so it's kind of there. But So I'm wondering if maybe somehow at the pay-per-view these won't get mixed in somehow together. They won't or, or they, they will. will. I yeah. hope so. That's the intriguing part. You know what I mean? Yeah. We all have a common enemy. It's those two. I just don't want them to 
I don't I don't want them to swing and miss because it has the potential of being really cool and getting me really back into wrestling to watch it, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, instead yeah. of just observing it. But I feel like they're going to just do the three-on-one thing. Yeah. And that doesn't make me happy. No. There is this constant handicap match underline, underlinings of these storylines going on, though. Why? Yeah, I don't know. But they even, you know, they were like, oh, you know, they all booked the handicap matches on Raw a couple times. Now this, yeah, it's it's kind of. Is it because the heels aren't established enough to be? Well, the Shield went a year beating up everyone and winning at WrestleMania against three top baby faces. So it just, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm, we'll get more. We can just move on. I'm confused. Xavier Woods and R Truth will face Brodus Clay and Tensai. Uh, we saw footage from SmackDown where Brodus Clay, uh, and we can get into this in SmackDown, but he uh was angry at uh, Xavier Woods from last week, even though he gave him the permission. But he was like, hey, you know, I yeah. didn't think you were going to be that good at it, basically. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, slaps him around a little bit. Mm. Now, so the match goes off, and uh, Clay hits a big splash in the corner. Then he goes to the second rope, but Woods rolls out of the way of the splash. Woods rolls up Clay for the win. Roll up. Now, that roll up makes sense because it's a small guy versus a monster. Right. And even though Brian versus Rowan, it's a small guy versus a monster, Brian's a former world champion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I get that one, but I well, liked it at the end. Excuse me. So, though, this is how great this match was. Now, the match wasn't bad. Uh, the winners are Xavier Woods and R Truth. And after the match, Clay goes to attack Woods because now he's angry. Truth pulls him to safety. Tensai tries to calm Clay down. Brodus doesn't like that, and they stare down each other. And but and then I liked how R Truth is like, oh, he's mad. Yeah, he's mad. Oh, he's yeah. mad. Yeah. I like that. But I don't know. Are we seeing uh, Brodus Clay going? I his hope own way so. Now? It'd be great because you also didn't see the Funkadactyls. Yeah, that's true, huh? They're gone. I think. And man, I, I really want Brodus Clay to get back to the monster, the Mastodon of Mayhem. Yeah. I've never been a big fan of that character. Oh, man. And not him. I'm just saying the monster. Because you know what will happen? He'll run through four or five people and Cena will but they need slay a good, the monster. They need some more good top heels. And they don't have, if Kane's going to pull this director of operations thing, they don't have the big monster come through. And I mean, Mark Henry's there. But Mark Henry's a baby face. Yeah. So. All right. I'm sorry. Yeah, Rick Ross. Yeah. Huh. Huh. So anyway. Sin Cara versus Alberto Del Rio. We talked about this. And with a tattoo. Uh-huh. It's, it's Hunico. Uh, so, yeah. That happened. Alberto Del Rio losing. Yeah. Why? Yeah. I don't... Is he being punished for something? I mean... Or they're just trying to get the Sin Cara character back over now that they've got somebody they can trust to work in the ring under the under the mask. So maybe they're like, let's get him going again. So let's have him beat Alberto Del Rio. What, are you mad that Alberto Del Rio's losing? I thought you, you weren't. Uh, well, no, I don't like him, but it just made no sense. <laughs> yeah. Because he lost and just left. You know what I mean? He didn't do the Chris Jericho kicking the steps and throwing the trash around, you know, the the hissy fit. He's just like, yep. You know what I mean? Del Rio is at that level. Even though I don't see him as a top guy, he's still at that level where if he loses to someone lesser than him, he should be throwing... It should be something wrong. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, yeah. It, there should be something going on with him. Yeah, that was clearly... I, I think it's there to get Sin Cara back over again, maybe. Um, but then why wouldn't they just do a, a feud? Right. Yeah. Why wouldn't, you know, 
on the way to the match, Del Rio attacks him in the backstage or something, you know. I don't know. Well, we get Renee Young backstage with John Cena. They're talking about TLC, the upcoming unification match. Cena talks about both titles. He makes references to if you were down south, you know, which one was better. If you were down south, you knew all this, you know, this title was it, and it was Ric Flair, and it was yada. And then if you were up north, it was Hulk Hogan, and it was that. And told a good story. I mean, Cena can cut a, a good storyline promo Cena backstage. can cut a great promo if he's not trying to be funny post-rap career. Right, yeah, yeah. You know, and generally his better ones are these situations. He's yeah. backstage, he's being interviewed. Yeah, it's his speeches. Right. It's not the. Yeah. You know, I was watching Star Wars yeah. or. Da, 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 or it's da, not da. just the hey, I'm gonna kick your ass. Yeah, yeah. The champs you know, here. You yeah. want to do something? You know. Yeah, yeah. Again, we'll get into that later. But he says the fans deserve one champion, and to be that champion, it would mean everything to him. Of course. Why now? Renee Young is awesome. Yes. Can I tell you? Okay, so yeah. I rant a lot. She's the best backstage interviewer, in my opinion, since Coach. Yeah. She she interviews as if she's a reporter, not question one. Uh, Cena, how do you feel? Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. She's like, it's like she she's, feels uh, loose. Yeah. Um, well, does well. she? <laughs> <laughs> well. You know what I mean? Allegedly. Comfortable. <laughs> okay, comfortable. Yeah, she seems like an investigative reporter rather than uh, someone backstage saying, here's She's a mic. Todd at- Pettengill or whatever it is. Or yeah. even, or even uh, Josh Matthews. Yeah. Hey. Looks scared enough. Yeah. No, she's I'm there, joined she's now by Tensai, and then Tensai grabs the mic and he runs away. Like She's like, no, yeah. tell me this, tell me that. She's doing amazing work. Hey, speaking of, mm-hmm. uh, you remember uh, TNA? They had that new commentary the new interviewer that was at the pay-per-view mm-hmm. and they were like hey our newest member of the broadcast team haven't seen that fucker since no god damn TNA. anyway we'll get back to that uh <laughs> but here's the thing this is this is what has not been explained to me why why now do we have to have one champion well they kind of explained the storyline it was just i mean you know they've been talking about it cena decided it that Hey man, like you know what I mean? Like we're both champions here. We shouldn't have this, you know. Yeah, why did he suddenly get a bug up his ass? I don't know, but I don't know. Cuz cuz the way I feel this storyline would be great is if both guys were on a rampage going through the competition. Yeah. Cena wins six pay-per-views in a row over heels and yeah. Orton wins six pay-per-views against baby faces wow. and now we have to see a clash, not and no, we need yeah. to see one now. Why? Yeah. Well, are you surprised that they fell short of what would be the best way to go on? Not anymore. Yeah. Well, we go to the Shield backstage and they're laughing about CM Punk. Uh, you know, they're, <laughs> they're kind of like, well, he's like, CM Punk couldn't even beat me. Right. Yeah. And then the other one's like, he definitely couldn't beat me. And then Roman Reigns is like, I forget what he said. Yeah. He's he like, punched the beard off his face or yeah, something. I can't yeah. remember what he said. But, um, Mutton so chops. definitely not going to beat all of them in the handicap match. So that was a fun little segment. Now what we get is The Shield versus Goldie Rhodes and The Big Show. You say that so much that I like it's, on the YouTube channel or even on uh like the description for Raw. Yeah. And they say the Rhodes brothers. I'm like, who? Who? And yeah. then I'm like, Goldie Goldie Rhodes. Rhodes. Yes. Yeah. That's what it should be. I don't know. 
It's know. Goldie Rhodes. Would you buy a T-shirt that said Goldie Rhodes? <laughs> no, but I wouldn't buy one that says the Rhodes Brothers either. I might. What? Why? Steiner Brothers worked. Steiner Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. The Rhodes Brothers. The Rhodes Brothers. Rhodes Dynasty. Yeah. Something. Well, uh, Cody takes Roman Reigns out to the floor. Goldust climbs up to the top, but Ambrose meets him. Goldust nails a big superplex. Rollins, however, was the legal man, immediately grabs Goldust and does what? Roll up. Roll up well, it was win. cool because like Goldust was trying to suplex uh, the Shield members on top of each other, and then it just happened to be that uh, What's-His-Ass uh, rolled up underneath, and then you know the impact of that took something out of Goldust, and there's the roll-up. That roll-up makes sense. Hey, he's he's yeah. hurt. One, yeah. two, three, let's go. Well, and a roll-up works well when you're trying to make it seem like somebody stole a victory or it, right. was, it was evenly matched yeah. and somebody got it, but they're overusing it. Look, I'm saying it four, five, six, seven times a show now. Mm-hmm. On every show, mm-hmm. it's being overused. Definitely. Somebody just needs to get a clean pinfall. It's, to me, a roll-up isn't a clean pinfall, if that makes any sense. It's right. not a definitive yeah. victory. Yeah. Right. But we've got to take a break here. We're about halfway through, a little over halfway through. So when we come back, we'll finish up this raw talk, dog. Raw Top. <laughs> TrainingTopicsNetwork.com, Spanish Announce Table. What's up? It is Heavy Set, and I'm here to tell you about Kayfabe Sports Radio, the home of the Ohio Indie Report and NFL Easy Picks. On the Ohio Indie Report, I break down what's going on in the Cleveland scene of independent wrestling from AIW to Prime Wrestling and some of the little organizations in between that I can attend. And if you also like NFL football, be sure to check out NFL Easy Picks hosted by myself and my good friend Joe Bennett as we break down and talk about what is going on in football and we make our picks on the coming week's games. And all this can be found at www.kfabesports.com. You can also find us on iTunes by searching Kfabe Sports Radio. And while you're at kfabesports.com, be sure to check out the links for Kfabe Sports Radio, Ohio Indie Report, and NFL Easy Picks on Facebook and Twitter. So for now, be sure to check out the Ohio Indie Report and NFL Easy Picks on Kayfabe Sports Radio, where it's all a work. American Dream. He's just a common man. Yeah. Does he make a return? WrestleMania? Uh, I don't know. Because you know Gold Dust is going to turn on Cody. It has to happen sometime, doesn't it? Well, I don't think it happens. I think it happens Rumble. Rumble? Yeah. He'll do something that sparks it. And they'll set it up for Mania. And then they'll set it up for Mania. But does Dusty come? I'm sure he'll make some cameos at least. I think Dusty should be the uh, special guest referee. That makes sense. And that goes in their DVD when they all retire as the Rhodes and their Hall of Fame mm-hmm. speech as the Rhodes family. Yep. See? Is Dusty already in the Hall of Fame? Yes. He is? Yes. Dusty Rhodes. So, yeah, I don't know if they would put them in as the... Well, but... Flair went in the twice. Rhodes family, yeah. Flair went as Four Horsemen and Ric Flair. Did you hear him on the Steve Austin podcast, Dusty Rhodes? No, not I yet. that episode. It's a good one. My thing with Stone Cold Podcasts is I love them. They're my favorite podcast outside of this one, obviously. <laughs> yeah, obviously. 
Uh, the thing with that podcast, though, is I listen to one and I want to digest it and I want to remember it and I want to like. So I'll listen to one maybe three times so that when I can recall things, mm. it's accurate and I remember it. Right. I, I kind of do that with books too. When I read a book, I'll read it maybe twice so that I can remember, oh, in chapter four, yada, yada. Right. And with the podcast, I go, oh, yeah, Bruce Pritchard talked about how Undertaker sat up when they were <laughs> lost in the hood and the guy got Such scared. Such a funny story. Yeah, you know what I mean? Oh, I wish I could have been there to see that. So I'm I'm behind on the Stone Cold podcast. I just got done with Bruce Pritchard part one and part two. Next, I'm going to go to Daniel Bryan. Then I'm going to do Dusty Rhodes. And then I'm going to get Brian Knobs. Yeah. Yeah, the Brian Knobs one is good. Brian Knobs is crazy. Yes, and Steve Austin even says that. He's like, you're one of the craziest motherfuckers to ever and <laughs> wrestle in the industry. The only – the when I saw his name before I – obviously, I haven't listened to it yet. But when I saw his name, it got me so excited because you know who Brian Knobs' best friend is in pro wrestling? Hogan. Hogan on the Stone Cold Podcast? Yeah, I don't know. Because you know they don't like each other. Yeah, yeah, I don't see that happening. That would draw like a motherfucker. But yeah, yeah, he could make a damn year's salary off selling the advertising for that show alone. That's what I'm saying. And you know those motherfuckers want money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we'll get back to our raw talk. Raw talk. Monday Night Raw, Oklahoma City. When we last left, you see him, Punk. She's, he's backstage with Renee Young, and he's talking about his upcoming match against the Shield at TLC. Punk says he's like a kid at Christmas. He's overjoyed and excited for the match. He starts singing about how he feels pretty and witty and gay. He says, no, no, that's not how I feel. That's not my reaction. He says, look, I know I'm going down. I know it. I'm going down. The question is, how many of the Shield am I taking with me? I love that yeah, attitude. It was bad. That's a, see, that's we need. That is why I don't care. I don't care. I do not care about how much money the John Cena character brings. He is not number one. CM Punk is the most original WWE superstar post Attitude Era. Right. There's no one. He's better than Triple H. Right. But. As far as you're, he's not number one. No, he is. When you look into, when you're looking at it from the Vince McMahon Triple H eyes, what's it all about? The money. You know what? And hold on. And this is site. We're getting off track a little bit. The but money. It, it's okay. Here's the other thing that I like to bring up. Yeah. Because I'm doing a little Christmas shopping, and I have some sure. nieces and nephews. Uh-huh. And they are some wrestling fans. I got a couple of nephews that are okay. wrestling fans. All right. Here's a point I want to bring up, because I'd like to see a different number. Yeah. When I was a kid, and I got action figures, they were seven bucks. Okay. Right. And I I live in Kansas City, so if this is you know if you're overseas or in a different state, I'm giving you Kansas City prices. Yeah. Okay. Right. Right. So when I was a kid, I remember because I saved up. Yeah. It was six ninety nine, so seven and some change. My right. mom would cover the change. You know, of course. Whatever. Yeah. Seven dollars. You know what they are now? Hmm. 16. Yeah. So that means John Cena could sell one of his action figures sure. for the price of two Stone Colds. Okay. So I want to know 
Take away the dollar amount, the hundred million dollars. Sure. Because talk about units are, instead. You give me units, and you okay. tell me he sold more than Stone Cold. Yeah. Hogan. Well, I don't know if they've said that either. We just he's selling more than Punk is selling. Well, right because now. he has he has more options. <laughs> yeah. Does well, Punk have a Does Punk have a Kmart line? Well, no, but for teens. Yeah, but you know how that works, though. Cena's already got the name, so you pump it and you milk it for all it's worth. I'm just saying. CM Punk is the most original and the best character post Attitude Era, bar none. Bar none. Yeah, he's he does get stale for me though because oh, it is. Oh, never gets stale. Yeah, for me. it's 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 he's he's original and mm-hmm. he's got good one liners. Great one liners. But it is very your cookie arms, cutter. Your and, arms aren't long enough to box yeah, with that's, God. Yeah, he stole that from a rap song. I'm, okay, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but wrestling I mean, is stolen from yeah, everything. But I mean, so you know, but uh, like um. It's just you know, for me, it's very cookie cutter. It's still a similar, but what a great kind of thing. What a great angle to put on a three on one match. I'm going down. Well, yeah, no, that not, was the great line. Yeah, absolutely. Right, not Super yeah. Cena. I'm gonna rise above. Yeah, no, yeah, no, that's terrible. And that's what he does all the time. And this is believable. Yes. Yes. Because if I get jumped three on one, I'm thinking I'm taking out the smallest guy, yeah. and I'm going to take him yeah, out just, first. Let's go, yeah. yeah. All right, well, we go ringside for another segment with Bad News Barrett. He has more bad news. Americans celebrated Thanksgiving on Thursday, and as a result, we stink, and we're constipated. <laughs> oh, you know why I like that one? Huh. Okay, so the first one I didn't well, resonate he said, like He's like, you sweat when you eat. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, he's going off. But what resonates with me, the first one I didn't really like, too well because I thought it would be here's good news, here's the bad news, I'm bad news Barrett. You know what I mean? Right. But this one, he literally just said it as a statement and then stood there. Yeah, so he, he just stands there and he's like, Thank you. Yeah, and you're constipated. Yeah. And then like the you know, the hash or the I think it's a hashtag. Yeah, hashtag yeah, bad news barrett. Hashtag bad news barrett. And then he just stares. Yeah, he's just like standing like, there. Yeah. He's saying it as if this is like, you know, gravity is real. Right. You know yeah. I mean? yeah. Yeah. No. He, he, that one was a really good one. That's yeah, when I be, got uh, into it a I'm little bit. Interested to see how this character plays out. I don't I, have a whole lot of hope for it as a long term future thing. Like right. he's not going to be doing this seven years down the road. No. You know? uh, I mean, but can, we could get some interesting stuff out of this. If they treat because of where he stood too, it made me think of remember the raw GM. Yeah. If he could do the raw GM spots, but with bad news. I think that would be hilarious. So, like, right in the middle of a Kofi versus R Truth match. Yeah. You know, it's I've a got side some of, bad news. Yeah, I've got some bad news. <laughs> like, that would be perfect. Yeah. And just says it's statement. Yeah. You're not, not with any feeling. Yeah, no. Got some bad news. This match is cut short because you suck. Yeah, yeah. You've decided <laughs> to move news, on right? to something more interesting. Here's the total divas. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would be yeah. perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, we see Kofi and the Miz backstage, and the announcers... Speaking of bad yeah, news. The announcers mentioned that uh, these two had uh, had determined that uh, you know they were just angry at each other, and they, they've worked out their differences, and they're shown shaking hands backstage uh, before they go out to have their match versus Ryback and Curtis Axel. So, Miz and Kofi... Ryback and Curtis Axel. This match goes on for a while, and Kofi uh, gets Ryback in the corner, and he knocks Axel off the apron. Ryback takes advantage and drops Kofi, and then hits the shell shock for the win. Ryback and Curtis Axel win. They look strong in here. Yeah, and it seems like a cool tag team. I like it. But. Well, you're not going to. I mean, if either of these two aren't going to get pushed up and done anything with, tag team. I wish. To make more sense, I, I feel like. 
one of the two, I would probably say Curtis Axel, should grab the mic and cut on Heyman. You know? Right. To show more, like, this is why we're together, not... Well, we're together because we got left by Paul Heyman, or we left Paul Heyman, whatever yeah. the case was. I just don't think that's going to happen because I think they're, one, they're mad at Ryback, and they're kind of punishing him by, they took that away from him. So there what was going to be a thing, thing. Curtis Axel, I think they're just, they, I think they view him as the maintenance guy. He can go in there, he can wrestle a great match. Mm-hmm. Not really great on the mics, so and we're not going to put him out there in promos, but we know he can fill a spot and do a good match, and he's a big guy, and he looks good, and good enough. Send him out. Yeah. When old days they had the jobbers, I think now like they like to have a maintenance guys. Maintenance guys, you fill them in. Like, hey, here you go. Yeah, you can work. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I'm expecting too much from every character, but it feels like I I find that's a thing with us and and us smart wrestling fans. This whole thing's like we're looking at each one. Like, so we look at Dolph Ziggler, next big thing. Damian Sandow, next big thing. Right. Biggie Langston, next big thing. Well, hold on. Roman Reigns. We don't have this many spots. Yeah. Yeah. So eventually someone has to, you know, Mr. Perfect never won the world heavyweight title. Right. You know? Or just some people need to buy their time and see who falls off and who can continue it long term. Right. To where, oh, Cena's gone now because he finally got the worst injury and he can't come back from it. Or he got old and can't run it anymore. And, you know, Punk got pissed and left the companies in TNA now. You know what I mean? Or he's doing MMA or whatever. These things happen. You know, a la Batista leaving and, 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 uh, uh, Lesnar, yeah. where spots open up, and then who's coming up the next talented people? Where we'll see your Sandow Ziggler's, whoever's doing great at that point, and has continued looking good. But after this match, Axel and Ryback leave while Miz helps Kofi to his feet, and then he smacks him in the face. So we are getting the Miz heel turn, I guess. After Christmas, because of the stupid movie, yeah, and he smacked him. Yeah, well, they've been trading smacks. 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 Open open hand. And then he smacks. stared at him like a Bella twin. <laughs> you know? Come on. Well, we get uh, Los Matadores and El Torito backstage I, with no, another WWE no, shop segment. Skip it. And it was terrible. Nope. Yep. Skip that. We see, uh, ooh, yeah, next we get Mark Henry versus Fandango. Nah. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. We got Fandango versus Rick Ross. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, oh. Do we got that? Play for you. Oh, uh, we don't have it. Ah, shit. We don't have it. Oh, oh. You do it better. Oh. <laughs> so, well. I'm not calling him Mark Henry until he gets hair back. <laughs> uh, or he shaves his beard. One of the two. Yeah. Um, Henry gets his world strongest slam. And then he does some dance moves. Yeah, he does. He invites Summer Rae to come in the ring, but she won't. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I think it would be funny. This is just personal for me. Uh-huh. But remember when Jericho and Fandango had their thing, and that one time Jericho like danced yeah, with he, Summer like, Rae, her, yeah. and then he kissed her, and she was like, "Oh, well, she was about to." He was oh, about yeah, to yeah. kiss her. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and she was all smitten. You know. Yeah. I think it would be funny, even though it's not explained that Fandango and Summer Rae are a couple. Right. We kind of assume that they are. Yeah. I think it would be funny if. From time to time, she's always smitten by the other guy. So yes. if she would have got in there and Henry does his little two step, she you know has to fan herself off. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that'd be funny. Yeah. It'd just be a fun wrinkle because Fondango is another maintenance guy. What I'd like to see with Fondango is more of how they played him on the initial Total Divas when he was 
Johnny Carson. He was smooth, but he was kind of a player. Right. And he like kissed his own hand. Yeah. Start doing that. Yeah. Just having the guy that can dance, mm-hmm. and that's how maybe he gets some girls away from other. Right. This is what they don't utilize the women in wrestling well enough. Start having some on-screen kayfabe relationships. Yep. Then you can tell a lot more storyline. Exactly. And guys stealing girls, girls, you know, having wandering eyes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, look at every sitcom. It deals with relationships. Yes. Every just everything is that way. Like yeah. everybody's who's dating who? Fucking somebody else, yeah, you know? Right, yeah. yeah. And one thing that I miss with women wrestling and and this might sound sexist, but it it always gets the biggest pop is you get two girls who can't wrestle. So either one of the Bella twins and another girl and you do a cat fight when was the last time you yeah. saw a cat fight like a double leg takedown from a girl we're grabbing hair we're rolling around the two guys are kind of like this is hot Whoa, but yeah, right, yeah, we gotta yeah, stop it yeah. when was the last time we saw a cat fight uh, and that's not and that's not meaning to be sexist because look when they can go you know, Mickey James, Trish Stratus is one of my favorite matches. Not just female matches, just one of my favorite matches from WrestleMania, right? Mm-hmm. So women can wrestle. I'm not yeah. saying they can't. Yeah, no. But cat fights are fun. Just yeah. like a backstage brawl is fun when two guys beat each other up in the locker room. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just don't see cat fights anymore. No. And you don't see the last love relationship I can remember that had some substance was the. Uh, Trish, uh, Chris Jericho, and Christian. Remember? And then. Yeah, no, then I remember it. I'm trying to think if there's been anything since. But. Eve Torres and Zack Ryder. Yeah, but that was. That was watered over down. Cena versus Kane. Yeah, that was watered down. But, yeah, you know what I mean? Every time they do a love angle, it has substance. It always has some traction. People are usually interested in it. Because that's what people are interested in. Right. Like, this is what. It's real. It's stuff people can relate to. But it's hard because they're in PG. Yeah. Yeah, but, but you could still. You could just yeah, you could just do a a passionate hey, kiss. Hey, Hogan Savage Elizabeth was in a PG era, right? You know, that macho was crazy. Yeah. Jealous. Well, next we get the prime time playoffs versus the Real Americans, and uh, they show us some, and we'll get to it on SmackDown, but uh, of the Titus O'Neil puking incident, <clears throat> which looks like they're going to continue because. Couple times in here, Titus acts as if he's about to get sick, which doesn't make sense because when we hear about it on SmackDown, we know why he was sick on SmackDown. But now, <laughs> but with wrestling, even TV, yeah, it got one cheap pop. Let's, once yeah. you do it, then you always do it. You know. Yeah. Well, uh, let's see. Young runs into a huge uppercut from Cesaro, who gets the win. Basically, uh, the real Americans. Um. Yeah. More wasting of some great tag teams here, I think. Just kind of, I mean, like, decent match, but, like, the storyline it's built around is just it makes cheesy and yeah. gimmicky. Like, And I get that WWE likes to have cheesy and gimmicky, but does everything have to be cheesy and gimmicky? Does everything really have to be that way? I like, guess. You know, like, and they'll give us one that's not. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll be like, oh, here's your storyline that's not cheesy and gimmicky. But why does everything else have to be? Like, it's such a turnoff. And, like, the whole thing is, you know, like, it's not like we have viable options to go somewhere else. Yeah, we can watch TNA, but, you know, like, okay, but TNA's, you know, it's like the lesser of two evils here. Right. Well, and they know that, and that's what I was saying. You know, I've said this multiple times on the show. They can afford to be lazy because there's nothing else they compete with. Yeah, they say they compete with every other show on TV, but we know that's a crock of shit. They don't have anything to compete with. So, hey, let's not hurt 
wrestler A, B, and C. Let's just do some stupid backstage merchandise thing. And we get away with it because it doesn't matter. Because we're still number one and we're going to be number one. You know? Yeah. It's like if the NFL could, they wouldn't play Tom Brady every week. They just save them for the playoffs and Super Bowl. <laughs> right, yeah. You know? Yeah, and yeah. that's what WWE does. They don't need to have Cena or Punk do these five star matches or have these amazing storylines because they'll just save it for Mania. Yeah. Well, let's move on. We get the contract signing of Orton and John Cena. And let's just, this was a contract signing. So they talk some smack and then they fight. Yeah. Pretty much how this goes down. Didn't this happen in 2007? I mean, I'd break it down further, but this is basically the meat and potatoes of it, and that's kind of all I really want to say about it. Like, they fight, and of course, who gets the better at the end? Superman. Yon Cena. And for those new to the show, I'm not saying it as a Mexican. I'm saying it as what you do when you're bored. Yeah. Yeah, yawn. Well, I think we're going to uh, take a break, and we'll come back, and we'll start talking some SmackDown. Uh, we'll see if that was any better, but I probably doubt it. So, I'm going to take another break on the Spanish announce table, which is conveniently located on the TrainingTopicsNetwork.com. When you get to work, turn on the fan. John Feinstein, weekdays 8 to 11, on your new home for sports, FM Sports Radio 1025 The Fan. Yeah, welcome back to the Spanish Announce Table on the Trending Topics Network. I'm your host, the Deviant One, Captain Awesome, and with me is my co-host, T-Mac. Hey, how is everyone doing tonight, huh? Huh? Who's ready to play bingo? <laughs> bingo? It sounds like some bingo music. <laughs> I, I picture just like B forty two, like I picture like a game show. Right. Welcome back to spin the wheel of you know nonsense right. or whatever. Yeah. I picture like this is the music that's being played while our grandparents go to the bingo hall. Yeah. No, I picture a game show, like a seventies game show with a guy in a plaid leisure suit and bad hair, and his chesticles all hanging out, gold chain. He's like, welcome tonight's. <laughs> Contestants are Bob and Marie from Poughkeepsie. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about SmackDown as if that's any better. Okay. Yeah. Opens up. Renee Young's in the ring. She brings out the WWE champion Randy Orton. Asks him about the controversy when Big Show knocked him out during Survivor Series. But by some measure of luck, the authority came out and that allowed Orton to recover and win the match. Randy says that he begs to differ with Renee on a number of issues. Says that he was not knocked out. He has an iron jaw. Says that he was just playing possum and that it was strategy. He did not need Hunter and Stephanie for help. And it has tainted his victory. <coughs> Excuse me. Renee asked Randy about John Cena's comments on Monday about the tables, ladders, and chairs match TLC. And she asked Randy how he felt after that. Did he feel betrayed, abandoned, or challenged? Did he feel threatened? And Randy didn't say anything and left the ring. Screw this. I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. I don't have to talk to you. Bitch! <sighs> Excuse me, I get a little heated there. Um, yeah, Renee Young's awesome. I love Renee Like I said, you know, obviously the mean jeans and stuff sure. are, you know, iconic to me. But 
she puts she, it really feels like she's an investigative uh, reporter. She might be one of the better ones since Mean Gene. Like it right. feels real and honest. And she's not doing a gimmick where like where Lillian was entranced by yes. Rock's cock, you know, or was, um uh, Maria was stupid. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know. Yeah. Uh now I do love when Paul Heyman and her, yes. they have a genuine feud. Well, well but and she doesn't know. look. I mean, it's not gimmicky. She just looks scared. Yeah, Here's yeah, this yeah. crazy creep, and he's right. being an asshole. Right. Anyway, we go to the back with Vicky Guerrero's annual Excuse Me Thanksgiving party. Hmm, great. She says she wants to make sure everyone's having a fun time, and this will not break down into mayhem. They will have competition, however, and it'll be a food eating contest, which the participants will be Titus O'Neil and the great Kali. Skip it. Skip it. So we move on. We get Curtis Axel versus, huh? <laughs> yes. And, huh? <laughs> hits the world's strongest slam for the three count. Oh, boss. Boss. That's what we should call him. No, just boss. Boss. Now uh, we're in the back, and R Truth is talking to Xavier Woods about his entrance with Cameron and Naomi from. Uh, what was that raw that they did that when, mm-hmm. when Xavier when they talked Brodus Clay into letting him use it? Yes, Brodus Clay enters and he's not smiling. He says uh, he gave Woods permission to borrow his music and the girls, but not to steal them. Which I don't understand how he stole them. But anyway, yeah, Woods and Truth say uh, they're just having fun. Clay says we don't need rookies around here feeding off the main event players like him. I'm sorry, are you a main event player? Yeah, there dancing fool. Yeah, your puppet. You had and, one. And, you had one segment on a WrestleMania. Where you had fifty grandmas dance with you, yeah. or mothers. I You're say. the dancing puppet. Yeah. Anyway, Truth tries to calm Clay down, but Clay tells Woods to keep his mouth shut and speak only when spoken to. And then uh, he pushes Woods, and Tensai enters as Truth and Tensai separate them from fighting. Great. Now uh, we see more of the uh, food eating contest. Kali uh, ends up passing out, and Titus O'Neil's declared the winner. And Vicky tells him, what you've won is an opportunity to face Antonio Cesaro tonight. Oh, cool. That's a hell of a thing to win. Match number two, Heath Slater, Jinder Mahal, Drew McIntyre, 3MB, and we're in Connecticut. So they are the Plymouth Rockers. Uh, Are you liking this? I like it. I think, okay. It adds some. It adds something to them. I mean, they're still the same thing. I don't think this is going to take them to a title, but it adds something. It is. It's something new every time. You're kind of like, what are they today? You know what I mean? Anyway, so they're facing Los Matadores and El Torito. Skip it. Uh, Guess who won? I don't care. Ole. Match number three, Brodus Clay and Tensai, the what what are they? Uh, tons of funk. Sure. Versus Xavier Woods and our truth. Somebody brought up on the AllWrestling.com Weekend Review with Dan the Cannon that uh, they should have kept his name Consequences Creed because then he would have had truth and consequences. Yep. Yep. Anyway, instead of truth and woods. Yep. Yeah, truth and woods. That's way better than truth yeah. and consequences. X Woods and our truth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Clay, mm-hmm. uh, splashed, uh, mm-hmm. truth in the corner, I think. And then, uh, got the three count. So, well, you bored? Kind of. I yeah. just got that Fondango music stuck in my head. It's addictive. <laughs> anyway, after the match, Clay wants to dance, but Cameron, Naomi, and Tensai are not really in the dancing mood. And, uh, I think we're seeing little bits of this, uh, Rodas Clay getting a little angry at all of this. I think we're going to see a blow up and we're going to get the Brodus Clay heel turn back to uh, 
The monster. The menacing. The monster. I'm going to kick your ass. Just like you said, if Kane's going to be the whatever he is, uh-huh. COO or director not, of operations, whatever, whatever meaningless uh-huh. title. Uh, yeah. It's like the title on a on a uh, basketball team that's cheating. It's what they give to the guy, like uh, the father of the star player. Right, yeah. That they need to get here. Yeah. Well, dad needs a job. Well, you're the director of operations. Right, exactly. CKU basketball from you know the beginning Whoa, of the time. calm down. But I, I think he'll fill that <laughs> void of Danny Manning. Uh, monster. Calm down. Fill the <laughs> void of the monster role uh-huh. if Kane's just going to be doing his thing. Right. Kane sucks. Renee Young. Uh, what was that? I said KU sucks. Oh, there it is. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Renee Young is interviewing CM Punk. She's been doing that a lot lately. She asked Punk about what happened to him and Daniel Bryan on Raw. Punk says he does not know where to start. He's not heard from Daniel Bryan since he was carted off, uh, but he can talk about his bruised ribs due to the spear from Roman Reigns. He can talk about why would the Shield attack him in the first place. Is it because they want to be close to the best in the world? Do they not like his tattoos? Maybe they were acting out on orders from someone with the or with authority. He says when he gets to the bottom of this, it'll be the Shield who needs protection. Sure. Yeah. And then we get uh, Bray Wyatt. And he says when his visions come to him, uh, when he dreams, he sees mannequins posing as people. They're living in a world where they are intoxicated with their own vanity. Where, uh... <laughs> it was that good. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, there's symmetry and beauty. Uh, he has felt the sharp teeth of society. And he knows what it feels like to be thrown in a groveling pit with people laughing, but looking at him. Or looking down at him. Yeah. He's getting stronger by the day. And he tells Daddy that he's got his wings back. Huh. That! They can never know him like he does. Daniel Bryan will be safe with them. That! He will enter the lion's den a man, but he will emerge as a monster. But he doesn't! Ah! Hold on. Yeah, That's, he doesn't. You know what I yep. mean? That would have been cool if you keep him away for three weeks and then he comes out with even more hair on his head. Yeah, and he's crazy. And he's nuts. Yeah. But he just wrestled the no, damn match. and that would have been the great way to go. But they just shit the bed on I'm that. I'm hoping they have a bigger plan, but something tells me they do not. They don't. They do not. And where's Big Show? <laughs> Has anyone wondered where Big Show went? Yeah, well, he was in Raw. He wrestled. Oh, yeah, he took yeah, a whatever. He was in a but so he just loses and this goes away? Yep. What? Come on. I didn't even like it, but, I mean, come on. Yeah, something. no, that's what they do. They conveniently forget. Yeah. Now we get Titus O'Neil earning his match against Antonio Cesaro. So this is all set up basically for Cesaro to get the giant swing. And uh, But Young comes in, hits Cesaro, and the referee calls for the bell. So Antonio wins by disqualification. But now that giant swing has done its toll on Titus, who just won the food eating competition. Got swung around. What happens when you're dizzy and your stomach's full? <laughs> you do a little Darren Drozdov action. Like my reference? Tommy Dreamer? Draws. I know, but remember Tommy Dreamer? No. Uh, when he puked on Undertaker? No. Overall? No. Yeah, he was doing the Draws thing, too. Uh, this was like this was like Attitude Era, but like post- This was, was Accident? Like, no, no, no. This is oh. like his gimmick. It was like 2001. It was when Undertaker was doing his American Badass. Oh, jeez. And he went, Bleh, you know? Yeah. But Draws mm. is the original. Of course. And then Tommy Dreamer took that. Yeah. Well- so Titus throws up in uh, JBL's hat. Uh, he puts it on Michael Cole. <laughs> uh, and then he continues to move around. Uh, 
Cole's trying to go back, you know, get out of there and like, you know, JBL stops him. And then Titus runs into Zeb and he throws up on Zeb. Right on his head. Right on his head. So now here's the thing. Like, that was all fine and good. It's your Thanksgiving episode. Right. I get Don't it. carry that to Raw. gimmicky. But then on Raw, he's sick again? No. No. He's not. He's not still sick from that because that was induced by being dizzy and full. Not, like, just because that got a cheap laugh doesn't mean it's going to work again. It doesn't make sense anymore. Assholes. Then we go back. We uh, Dean Ambrose has joined John and Michael at the announce table for Cody Rhodes and Goldust. Goldie Rhodes versus <laughs> Rollins and Reigns for the tag team titles. Tag team championship. We're going to make it a tag team match. And uh, Rhodes hits crossroads, but Ambrose gets up from the announce table to attack Rhodes. Referee calls for the bell. Ding, ding, ding. Winners by disqualification. Goldie Rhodes. Are they married to each other, the Shield and Goldie Rhodes? It feels like every yeah. match they either add yes. someone or it's them. Yeah. Well, because they don't have enough tag teams in right now. They, they don't. Yes, the they teams. do. Well, they're busy doing gimmicky matches between the primetime players and and the Americans, okay. the real Americans. Sure, fair enough. And then who else? What are you gonna do? Los Matador is in there, Usos. and the Usos. Well, you know, but then it's face versus face. Good. Yeah. Well, turn the Usos heel. Wow, that'd be cool. Nation mm. of Violence. Mm. After the match, Ambrose is attacking Rhodes, but CM Punk music plays, and he makes his way to the ring with a chair. Gonna kick some ass. Hits Reigns with a chair in the midsection and on the back. Boom, not, boom. Not, not in the head. Not in the head, yep. Uh, then Vicky Guerrero comes out. Says if Punk wants to get a shot at the shield and wants to be in action so much, then we're gonna continue. This is a six-man tag team match. As we go to commercial. Come back. That match is in progress. And all three men are down in the ring. Uh, this is uh, all the shield, I think, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And uh, um, when did they come in here? Let me uh, read back here. They just came in. Doesn't matter. No. The Wyatts came in at some point. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no. they, they come out and get involved, right? They just stand out there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Punk got Ambrose up on his shoulders, mm-hmm. and we get... Boom, Lights boom, come back boom, on. Boom, Punk is alone in the boom, ring. Boom, yeah. So the Wyatts boom, are out there. Boom, 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 boom. I'm playing that music pretty uh-huh, good. Yep. Thanks. Now, uh, they get involved in the match, and the referee then calls for the bell. So now your winners by disqualification, Goldie Rhodes and CM Punk. Yay! Fight ensues. Keep going. Now, out come the Usos. They're going after the Wyatts because, you know, why? And then... <laughs> And then, then Rey Mysterio's music plays. Yeah, booyaka, booyaka. Why not? Everybody in. You get a fight. You get a fight. And then Vicky Guerrero comes out. What the fuck's going on here? This chaos will not happen on my show, even though it's happening. And it will not happen here on SmackDown. So now we're going to have a 12-man tag team match. Why not? Why not? Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Bray Wyatt, Luke Harper, Eric Rowan versus Rey Mysterio, Jimmy Uso, Jay Uso, Goldust, Cody Rhodes, and CM Punk. You know, it'd be a fun tag team because yeah. they have nothing going on. What? Rey Mysterio and Big Show. Just the shortest and tallest. They have nothing going on. And guess what? Why not? Because they put them all in kinds of gimmicky crap. 
Okay. Sing and dance for the crowd. All right. Worked with Team Hell No. Well, at least have them do that and then get somebody that you have doing that and put them in a real storyline. Yep. Uh, Ray hits a 619 on Rowan, and then Punk gets him up and for the go to sleep in the three count. So your winners, CM Punk, The Usos, Goldie Rhodes, and Booyaka. What's Ray? Okay, so Ray comes back. He joins the Survivor Series to add a last-minute pop to a crappy pay-per-view. Yeah. And then does what? I mean, what is he doing? Uh, nothing. Have a Mexican war. Yeah. Sin Cara, the Los Alberto Matadors. Del Rio, Alberto Del Rio. Alberto Del Rio. Rey Mysterio. Throw in uh, 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 the, the fucking guy that says the name all the time. Ricardo Rodriguez. Ricardo Rodriguez. Uh-huh. You know? Camacho. Camacho. Unico, but he's in Cara. Well, so. both of them. You yeah. know? Like, have a Mexican war. Yeah. That'd be cool. Or even just do the uh, like, cause Latino it, World Order. Well, that's what I'm saying. It was something, but that was such a ripoff of the NWO right. that it was so bad. But if you did it more modern and away from NWO storyline, it could be, hey, they love yeah. the merchandise in Mexico. Alberto Del Rio would be a, a good front man. Yep. You know, you could have Ray be the good guy who's not involved. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do this. Right. Like he was in the Latino And have Sin Cara and him trying to fight them, and then maybe Sin Cara turns on him. Right. Seal Sin Cara. You could do main event storylines. This is what's missing in wrestling. They don't need a title in the mix. Right. This is what's missing in wrestling, in my opinion. And I'll make it quick because I know yeah. it's not my final thought. But this is what's missing in wrestling, I feel. Two things. One, we talked about this off air. All of their promos are just scripts. They're just literally reading a script or memorizing a script. Two, even in WCW, when WCW was beating WWE, it's because they had main event type storylines at every level. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you've got to build a big story that I care about at every part of the card. Right. And it, yeah. You got to so have an undercard storyline. So you could do a Mexican war yes. as the mid card. Yes. But just because it's the mid card doesn't mean it's got to be boring. Right. Or just a dance off. Yeah. Like, or someone puking. It's not a waste of my time. Build a storyline I care about. That's as I was looking back at old pay per views, they had all these grudge matches. Yeah. Storylines behind these things that you cared about. It didn't need a title in the mix. Right. Now they just have guys smacking each other. Yeah. Yeah. Or puking on each other. Anyway, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back for the second hour-ish. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And uh, we'll talk some Impact Wrestling. Then we're going to get into some emails. Hey, and share with us your thoughts. If you disagree with us about, hey, this is what's missing in wrestling. Yeah, tell us in an email. Tell us. And then you send a dollar with it. Or a hundred. Yeah. Or a million. Or or ten. Or five million. Just, well, okay, you're getting over your head. Yes, I am. A hundred dollars would be great. A hundred dollars would be But we get you don't have that. So... Whoa, what do you say? You say that pro, pro wrestling fans are poor? Well, who just has $100? Be like, I'll just give these podcast guys 100 bucks. But if you're listening, you should totally do that. Right. And in the yeah. second hour, we're going to try to be original and not do the same old shit. Yeah, well, it's difficult when we're talking SmackDown and Impact and Raw. <laughs> That's great. We're going to come back for the second hour-ish on the Spanish announce table on the Trending Topics Network. TrendingTopicsNetwork.com
wrestling fans. Are you scouring the internet looking for places to buy your favorite wrestling-related merchandise? Well, look no further, because you can find all the wrestling merchandise you could ever need at shoppershideout.com. That's S-H-O-P-P-E-R-S-H-I-D-E-O-U-T.com. Shoppershideout.com. At shoppershideout.com, you can find WWE and TNA replica belts, replica masks, life-size cardboard stand-ups of your favorite superstars and or wrestlers, T-shirts, pants, action figures, buttons, pendants, bracelets, and so much more from superstars like CM Punk, Randy Orton, Triple H, The Undertaker, Chris Jericho, Edge, John Cena, Rey Mysterio, and many, many more. So what are you waiting for? Don't walk around town wearing an Ed Hardy t-shirt. Log on to ShoppersHideout.com and buy yourself a Jeff Hardy t-shirt. And while you're there, get a replica of the WWE Raw Spinning Championship belt and wear that too. And then I can promise you that everyone you meet will be talking about you. And it's all because you shop at ShoppersHideout.com, your source for everything wrestling. ShoppersHideout.com. Slamming your brain through a table of wrestling knowledge. Breaking down the week's news and rumors. The Spanish Announce Table. Back for the second hour ish <laughs> of the Spanish announce table. Yes, you are. And before we get into the 14th best wrestling show in television, which I would, before you get into that, mm-hmm. uh, Ooh, we're just layering this up. Honestly, as much as we shit on them, mm-hmm. I think they might have had the best show of the week. And that's saying something because it was their Thanksgiving show that they do that's on Thanksgiving. So it's bound to be gimmicky. Throwaway. And it was still the better show of the week, I think. True. So before (laughs) we get into that, uh, let us know what you think. You know, uh, the one thing we were talking about off air, right now, wrestling isn't good. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm I'm just going to be honest with you guys. It's not. And it's hard for us to keep saying Miz and Kofi. Yeah, that's Kofi sucked, and Miz. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so tell us what you think. Do you think I'm bitching too much? Hey, let me know. Yeah. And you don't have to write an email because I understand some of our listeners have a hard time with the subject line. Okay? <laughs> Charlie, I'm talking to you. And we won't get into what he said, but he had something to say to us. Um, so write us on Twitter at Table Show. Yeah. At Table Show. Right. Yeah. And then on Facebook, it's Facebook.com slash the Spanish Announce Table. Yeah. You know, let us know. By the way. And if you want more of our insight on just bullshit, let us know that too. By the way, I've purchased the website. Haven't oh. had it, don't have it built yet, so maybe I'll try to put on like a, a comment board uh, there or something. Yes. So maybe we can get some of that going. So yeah, you know, right now, I, I know it's hard. Thank you guys for listening, seriously. But I know right now it's, it's a downtime, and we're going to be working on getting guests so that last week's and episodes like that don't happen as much. But... 
uh, interact with us. Let us know. You know, I always love to hear any type of feedback, yeah. even if you think I suck, which, trust me, my dad told me all the time. So <laughs> I'm okay with that. But, so you know. now we're beginning to see why you are the way you are. Exactly, you know. <laughs> so let us know. You know, uh, write us on Twitter. Write us on Facebook. Write us an email. Uh, any way you want to interact with us, just, you know, let us know you're out there. We, we see the numbers of people downloading it, so we know people are listening. So uh, just uh, interact. Be a part of the show. Be a part of the show. Yes. Do the yes chant with us. I don't know. Do yeah. something. Well, TNA Impact Wrestling opens up with a video recapping the end of Aces and Eights. And uh, we hear Ken Anderson say that tonight they would give the club a proper burial. I've always hated that club. How many times have I said that? <laughs> yeah, it's a play off the Sons of Anarchy. That's what they call it. It's a club. And then oh, is that what? Yeah, I don't I watch so. that show. I don't either, but I caught part of it, and I was like, I think this is where they're getting the idea oh, from. Oh, because it makes me think of a tree fort. Yeah, that's that's just me seeing a passing through part of the show. Anytime you say club to me, it, yeah. it makes me think I'm mm-hmm. going to climb up into a tree fort and tell you about <laughs> and I don't know scary if, stories. I don't know enough about the biker world, too. Maybe that's a common thing. I don't either. Who Not knows? A biker. Who knows? Any bikers? Let us know. Yeah. Let us know if we're being idiots, more so than usual. <laughs> <laughs> we get Dixie Carter out first, and she says that she's really busy around here. Can't keep her eyes on everything. Can't do everything. So she's hired herself a chief of staff. Man, and who's that chief of staff? Rock star Spud. Who? Rockstar Spud. Oh, yeah, I saw yes. that. What a uh-huh. horrible... I didn't catch his name, I guess. What yes. a horrible fucking name. He made his entrance, put over Dixie, is helping him win the UK boot camp show. Uh, says his eyes and ears were Dixie's eyes and ears. And he would be watching and listening. Did you notice they put all those <laughs> British boot camp episodes on their YouTube channel? You can watch all of them. Oh, no, I didn't notice that. I don't, but I'm just saying I noticed yeah. it. Well, he says that now that he's in the US... Dixie is his queen. Hmm. Okay. Dixie announced that she has spun the wheel of Dixie for the next, the semifinal matches in the TNA World Heavyweight Title Tournament, and uh, it's going to be. Oh, I thought I had this written down. Um, Hardy and Rude will be a tables match, and then what's the other one? It's it's. Angle and Magnus. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a last man standing match. Where do you think they're going with this? Because I, I, I was certain we were going to get the Magnus heel turn and he was going to win this tournament. But it feels like they're building to Angle Rude. You know, I, I feel the same way, but I still feel like they're going to stick with Magnus and then have Angle or Rude cost the other guy the match, and so, we still get so Angle we'll get Rude. Them Away Not from it. And then you'll get Magnus. Hardy going over, or Magnus going over Hardy right. via a heel turn. Right. Shocking everybody. Yes. And that then we get Magnus, kind of the, the corporate champ. Yes. AJ comes back, mm-hmm. driving his Mustang or whatever car that was, back into the impact zone. And now I'm here to save the day. At the end of three weeks from now, they have AJ hold up the title, and you have Magnus hold up the title. And then at the next pay-per-view, you have Magnus versus AJ. Well, Dixie announces that tonight... Mark that, because that'll probably yeah, end up happening. probably will happen. Tonight, in honor of Thanksgiving, will be winner-winner turkey dinner. And the winners of the matches tonight 
will be allowed to partake in the big Thanksgiving feast. The losers will get nothing because they're exactly that. Losers. How was your Thanksgiving? I didn't ask you that. It was good. It was good? Yeah. Family uh, stuff? Yeah. Uh, in-laws came over to mm-hmm. our new house that mm-hmm. we'd bought recently, you know, uh, and we had the Thanksgiving dinner. And then, as tradition is in their family, uh, somebody hosts the dessert, and it was their turn this year. So they left the Thanksgiving dinner, went and set up the dessert, and then it's, you know, uncles and of all that side of the family of my in-laws. So um went over there and did that. Cool. That was fun. Yeah. Neat. Good stuff. Yours? It was uh, low-key. Yeah. I have divorced parents, so mm. morning was with uh, mom. And they're uh, both in the area. Yeah. Yeah. Thing, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Morning was with mom. Afternoon was with dad. Families. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 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 That's it, too. Yep. Tell us what your Thanksgiving was like. Yeah. Do something. Or what what are you show. doing for Christmas? What are you doing there for you New go. Year's? Yeah. You know, one up? thing I like to do really quick. One thing I like to do for New Year's is I like to count from 10 backwards in many, as many different ways as wrestlers. So, like, when it's five, I'll do the five time, five time. And then it's four, I'll do, like, the four horsemen, yeah. four. And then when it's uh, three, I'll do, like, the John Cena. Like, yeah. I'll just do it one hand. Yeah. You know, when it's two, I'll do the Desmond Wolf. Yeah. You know, and one, I'll do the Kurt Angle. Yeah, you know, yeah, up. yeah. Anyhow. I like that. Yeah, thanks. Uh, here's something I would like to do, too. Any of our listeners, if you're going to an event, SmackDown, a Raw, an Impact. Tell us s- what you think. Send us a recap. What what you saw that we didn't see went up in there. Be our on-site reporter. Yeah. Even if you want to send in an audio clip, a mm-hmm. rundown of it. That's do fine. Do that. Yeah, we'll take it. Yeah, let's get some interesting new twerks to the show. Twerk? Twerk. Twerk. I'm telling you. Twerk, 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 twerk. Brooke Tessmacher. Brooke Tessmacher. Did we say this on air or were we just talking about this off air? I think. Off air. Give me your idea. Okay, so I think because Brooke, Brooke Tessmacher is not going to do anything. Or is yeah, she no. just Brooke? She's Brooke. Okay, she's just Brooke because Tessmacher, yes. I think, was a right. WWE thing. So she's not going to do anything, I don't think. I don't think she's even going to do anything with Bully, as far as I know. It doesn't look that way. So I think you should do a gimmicky thing because she can twerk and she does those on those TNA videos. Yes. Mm. Good Lord. <laughs> to where, like, she can't help it. So, you know, like, she's walking backstage, just walking through, you know, saying hi to people, and just some backstage hands who goes, twerk. And she, what? And another person, twerk. And then she has to, like, break out and do it. Yeah, like, and she then, can't not do yeah, it. Yeah, she, she can't not twerk. do it. Yeah. So then, you know, in the match, you have the crowd start chanting, yeah. twerk, 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 twerk. And so, like... Yeah. If she's strong enough. And she just can't overtake it. She's just like, right. ah, she's like just busts out in a twerk. If she's strong enough, and I don't know if she is, like when she's going to do a suplex, you know, she uh-huh. has a, she has Velvet Sky yeah. up in the air, and everyone's starting to chant it, and so she starts twerking before yeah. she drops the <laughs> yeah. suplex. I think that'd be funny yeah. and to be original. I think almost like hulking up, it's got to like, the whole crowd saying, oh twerk, God. twerk, and she's just <laughs> yes. like, oh, oh, and just bust out the ass. twerk. Yeah. yeah, just shakes that <laughs> yeah. ass. Yes. This is a good idea. Thanks. Well, before Dixie leaves the ring, Ethan Carter III comes out, and they talk about how it's great to be Carter, and the world needs us, and yada, yada. Well, what he says is he has personally flown in from Japan, his next opponent, and it will be the toughest opponent he's had to date, and this opponent used to run roughshod on the TNA roster, and it is... Curry Man. Hey, he was good. Well, you know who Curry Man is. Yeah, Christopher Daniels. Christopher Daniels. And Curry Man starts to speak in Japanese, you know, whatever he does. And he see three, cuts him off, attacks him from behind. 
And, you know, match goes a little bit, but it's basically a squash match. EC3 hits the one percenter for the win. Ethan Carter, the third. Was it really Christopher Daniels wrestling, I wonder? Yeah, I tried to check to make sure, and I can just kind of tell by some of the mannerisms and, and you know, body type and how he moves. Yep. Gotcha. Because I was checking that because it was him. Mm-hmm. And so I, I didn't know. I was trying to make if... sure it was this time. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, let's take a break here. Okay. Let's take a break. We haven't gotten into it much, but we need to fill some time. So let's just take a break here. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> We're huh. idiots. Boss. 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 All right, we're going to come back. We're going to finish up this Impact Wrestling Talk on the Spanish announce table with Captain Awesome and T-Mac on the Trending Topics Network. TrendingTopicsNetwork.com One zero two five, the fan, the biggest name in KC sports radio, Jim Rome. Give it a shot. You want something radical? Try that. Jim Rome is sports radio weekdays eleven till two on FM Sports Radio one zero two five, the fan. This is still one of the better themes. Just fit his character perfectly. The Razor Ramon. You know, just it's smooth, laid back. He came strolling out, looking like high. looking like I'm cooler than every motherfucker in this building, and he probably was. Just a shame he went through the troubles that he has, because he was one of the better ones to ever lace up some boots. If you ask me, had a lot of potential, didn't live up to all of it. No. But he had a hell of a career. Even if he didn't, yeah. even if he didn't screw up, he had a hell of a career. Yeah. If if he just went into doing whatever Ted DiBiase's doing, because he seems like he's got it together. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. If he did whatever that was, you'd still say he had a great career. Yeah. But he's marked now by being a tragic, almost dead story, like Jake the Snake, another guy who had a great career. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. Let's get back to impact. Wrestling, and we got Kurt Angle. He's in the back. He's talking to Gunner, and he's thanking him for teaming up with him in their elimination match tonight. And uh, Storm walks in, and he looks a little, uh, little pissed off from last week. Yeah, that was Gunner good. Gunner threw in the towel, Original. and he says, "Look, we'll settle whatever problems they have later because tonight they have to defeat Rude and Company." Gunner tells him he only did what he did because he thought it was the right thing to do, and Storm said, "Yeah, yeah," and walked off. And yeah, we're getting a little tension here. Backstage, we see Bromans introducing their new DJ, Zima Ion. Oh, good. Yeah. Get that little bastard back in the (laughs) TV. And they're talking. You know, they're doing their shtick. And ODB and Eric Young walk in and uh, tells them he is now in charge of the Turkey Bowl, their Thanksgiving tradition, where the loser of the match has to don the turkey suit and dance. Right? The Turkey Bowl. But this year, it's going to be a tag team match. <laughs> and the bromans are pissed off. And they say, who the hell are we going to wrestle? And he says, uh, this guy. And he grabs some stagehand. And they're like, what? The guy's like, oh, no, no, I don't want to do this. And he's like, okay, those guys, Nor Furnham and Dewey Barnes. Are these guys real? I guess so. I mean. They are now. 
Jeez. I, the crowd likes them, you know, so that's a fun little pop, I but guess. But, like, are they Gilberg? They're kind of, I mean, they're a joke. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. Eventually, they're going to have to go over on somebody, and it's going to be a big deal, right? So, Somebody's gonna have to job so do, you, do you bill them as Gilberg and then hope that they turn into Mikey Whipwreck? Yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? I think they'll just do that, and somebody will... Somebody will have to job out to him, but it'll be more, it'll be less one, two, three kiddish, and it'll be more like, hey, what the hell? And then everybody gets to make fun of that guy who goes right. on a rampage, like yeah. a Chris Jericho style rampage, you know? Well, uh, next up, we get Velvet Sky versus Lady Tapa. I don't know. They say Tapa sometimes, and they say Tapa sometimes. I don't know. I would assume it's Tapa. Tapa sounds more appropriate. But um, basically, she kicked her ass. Yeah. You know, Velvet got in, uh, yeah. moves, basically when she could move out of the way and then mm-hmm. hit some attacks. But uh, she did her, what I have dubbed the uh, Stone Cold F5. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a cool move. It is a cool move. They don't have a name for it. Yeah, no. And that's your thing. Mm-hmm, yep. So I'm calling it Stone Cold F5. Stone you know Cold what? F5. Fuck them. <laughs> Why not? Uh, they actually did a pretty good promo video of the Turkey Bowl. It was all done up like it was all intense and real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like every Thanksgiving, you know, and like mm-hmm. they showed some stuff. It was really cool. I liked Definitely. it. It was funny. So um, next we get out. Zima Ion's out and he's introducing bromance and he's at a DJ booth and it does a wah, 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 that whole sound effect. Mm-hmm. I got to find that. But he's doing that, you know, as he introduces him and it's good. I mean, it's it gives off the shtick that there are these club, club. jumping. Yeah, yeah. Fast yeah, it's great. I like the idea. Um, it's good to see Zima back. Um, is it? Well, you can tell he's lost some weight from his right. issues and stuff, but I thought he was good. I what didn't issues like his are you talking about? Well, he was having some medical issues. He was gone for a while there. He, um, oh, I thought he just sucked. No, uh-uh, no, he was out for a while um, with some medical problems. Oh. Yeah, I don't know exactly what it was, but so he looks a little bit different. It's good, good gimmick for him because he looks like a DJ. Yeah, and it's not that, yeah, so he looks a little bit, and he's got... So he had a different hair, and he's wearing like some glasses and stuff, so he looks like a DJ would. Right. He's selling it. So it's good. Uh, Bromance versus Nor Furnham and Dewey Barnes, and they quickly and easily beat the crap out of these guys. I mean, like, it was fast. In which they should. Right. And Yeah, and I mean, that's it. And then they're like, now, well, it starts off, Jesse's giving, he's got a pretty decent promo on him. He's like, seriously, joke is over. Look at you guys, and look at us. He's like, just look at us. You know what I mean? Like, And he's mean, he's looking at them and everything. Yeah, but they kicked their ass. And then um, <laughs> Robbie's screaming at them. They're like, force him. Get these turkey suits on. And he's like, do the dance. He's like, caca, caca. And then Taz is like, the hell kind of turkeys are in Jersey? <laughs> 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 oh, that's good. He's like, what the hell is he saying? So they get on, they dance, and then I think Eric Young and ODB dance with them. And, you know, turkey bowl is what it is. They show another AJ Styles commercial uh, of him defending in the AAA. And Dixie has a meltdown again. She calls the cameraman over. Uh, and she says, you know, she says, I gave him the title to go home and play with. You know, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. She threatened him with legal action. This time told him he had one week to return the title, and she was putting him on notice. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, what's going to happen? We see uh, Bobby Rudy's in the back with his team. He's cracking some jokes. He says, look, he appreciates a good joke, but tonight they have to prove he's better than Kurt Angle. Okay. Ooh. I'm liking this. They're, I mean, it's it's a Survivor Series ripoff. They're going to do a four-man elimination match, mm-hmm. but that's fun. And WWE doesn't do that enough anymore in their Survivor Series, so at least TNA is giving it a go. At least TNA is giving it a go. Yeah, they're giving it the old college try. Rockstar Spud is in the back yelling at a caterer about Thanksgiving dinner. 
Uh, yeah. It'd be interesting to see where they go with this character, but I don't have a whole lot of hope for it. No, me either. Uh, Curtis and Ang- Curtis and Angle, Kurt Angle and Magnus are in the back, and they're talking about teaming up. And you know, Magnus is like, "Oh well, you know, I still respect you, even though you know it's not main event mafia anymore. But you know, we've got this going on and stuff. And even though we've got a match next week, but we can put that aside. Yada yada. Blech. Blech. Now we get the Aces and Eights funeral, and it goes on a little too long, but uh, they did do a lot of interesting touches. Magnus is playing on his phone, not paying attention. He's kind of like laughing at whatever's going on his phone while they're giving the speech. So that's good. Samoa Joe's eating. Yeah. He's just like eating stuff and he's like, man, this isn't bad. You know, he's not caring. Eric Young is crying his eyes out. And yeah. they even asked him, he's like, why are you crying? And Eric Young's like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, just little random things. And I liked when uh, Samoa Joe hands out the beer yes. and doesn't give one yeah. to Kurt. Well, he starts to get screwed and he's like, nah, nah. nah and Kurt yeah. like, yeah, nah, yeah, nah, yeah, nah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was a good one. Well, that was funny because he's like, he's like, you know, I'm going to give this and he like starts to put it in the cast and he's like, Actually, it would be a shame to waste these. They're cold, so, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, let's just drink them. Yeah. He's like even like, Padre? And yeah. the priest's like, no, he's like, good man. <laughs> just, yeah, that was the good, good touch. Stuff. I like that. Yeah. Um, well, they talked about D'Lo Brown, and he's like, you know D'Lo? He's, like, he's talking about the members they lost. He's like, you remember D'Lo? He's the, he's the guy who did that, you know, yeah. had the, the head wobble thing. He, he pulls out a bobble head and all that kind of stuff. A little funny touches like that. And uh, Tanae gets Taz's cut, and he's like, the stinky cut, and we're going to put it the rest. He's like, I also don't know how Brooks' booty shorts got in here. <laughs> and he's like, that's weird. But And then as he starts to put the cut in there, he like looks back over his shoulder, and he stuffs the booty mm-hmm. shorts in his pocket. Yeah, Because he's a creepy old man. <laughs> um, this is when, um, oh, yeah, Anderson, he's going to start to bury the casket, but he's going to put the hammer in it. And he's like, actually, I'm going to keep this good hammer. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're just doing a bunch of things like that. In walks Bully Ray. Yeah, like in disguise, as if they didn't know who that Not would even be. Disguise. He's just got his hoodie up and glasses. You know, I thought on. maybe at first I thought maybe he was gonna like come in there and be sad about it and just right. kind of watch what's going on. But he tells him, Anderson, you took everything from me, and I'll never forget that. He said Anderson should sleep with one eye open from now on for the sake of his pregnant wife. Ooh, it got Ooh, real. Yeah, he said they all thought death was the last sleep, but he sees it as the final awakening as he walked out backwards out of the church. Very interesting. So they'll continue that feud. And I like this Bully Ray scorn. It just was interesting to how it was gimmicky and, and very tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. And then at the very end, it was like, wait a minute. Yeah, he's like, hey, don't make a fucking joke right. about what you've done to me here. I mean, yeah. I wish he would have said that. I mean, not in those words, right. obviously. Because then I didn't know if to take it serious or not. Because I was like, wait yeah. a minute. Is this just him yeah, saying something? it did get real all of a sudden. And yeah, yeah, they even leave it there with Anderson like, oh, yeah, like, like oh okay. shit. Yeah, right. like this. Is well, just the thing of for the sake of your pregnant wife. Just that's when it got like Bully oh, Ray knows yeah. how to take it to that next level. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you know he'll he'll hey let's let's smack this back in the reality, bitches. Anyway, we get Team Rude, Bobby Rude, Mad Influence, and Chris Sabin versus Team Angle, Kurt Angle, James Storm, Gunner, and Magnus in a <clears throat> elimination match. Mm. Uh, gosh, I'm just going to say it was all the time, right? Yes. Uh, Angle is disqualified for the final elimination. Why? Uh, he teased hitting Rude with a chair while the ref explained he would be disqualified, and then he hit him anyway. I think it was down at, I think all the team Rude was in there. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. Then he does the, uh, like. I thought the, one of them got eliminated, but it was No, all he does, him. like, the whole triple, uh, uh, German suplex, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, we can go into it. Yeah, some fun spots. Yeah, Angle and Root started the match. Mm-hmm. It was odd. 
Let's see. Storm Reigns come back. Yeah, James Storm was eliminated. Four minutes into the match. Storm yelled at Gunner for not breaking up the pin. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's see. Gunner was eliminated later after uh uh ref was distracted and got hit from behind. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was four nothing. Team Rude one. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I thought one of them got eliminated, but no, it was all four of them. Interesting. Then we get uh Rude's congratulating his team on their win and he says uh they had to get ready to go for their dinner, their winner winner turkey dinner, as it were. He said he was thankful for being the it factor. And he looked at the camera. He spoke to Kurt Angle. He said he proved he was better again. Mm. Mm. Now, Spud shows Dixie the table, and she seems impressed with the feast. Uh-huh. EC3 walked up and mocked the English having shitty food. <laughs> uh, she told them their meal was on the plane and left Spud in charge for the meal. Mm. Is that a mistake? Spud welcomes out all the winners tonight, and they sit down. Gail Kim sits down for Lady Tappa and... uh. Zima uh, Ion stood. Velvet sat with uh, Chris Saban. Uh, God, I'm so jealous of Chris Saban. Yeah. Man. Yes. Like, seriously, that guy? Yeah. He's Man. a dork. God. He's a dork. Oh, and he is... doesn't seem tough. I don't no, care. Yeah, I feel no. like I could fight him and win. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I seriously do. Dork. Let's get him in, see if that happens. Oh, I'll easily do that. <clears throat> get him in. Yeah. You won't. Rude snatched the mic and yelled at Saban about the table being for winners. Saban yelled back that he was right and told Velvet to take off. And Zima Ion took her seat. Damn. That's what I thought. Yeah. Damn. They went around the table. They all said what they were thankful for. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was, you know, pretty bad. Uh, The second they started to eat, Kurt Angle's music hit and he comes out. Engel said it looked like a ring full of losers, not winners. Rude dared him to get in the ring. Engel said that if the, they were... I didn't notice that all the heels won tonight. Yeah. Which makes sense for the winner, winner, mm-hmm. turkey dinner. Yeah. <clears throat> Engel said it looked like a ring full of losers, not winners. Rude dared him to get in the ring. Engel said if they were alone, he would kick his ass. He said Rude wasn't alone, and neither was he. The match losers come out along with Eric Young and ODB and destroyed the meal and everyone in the ring. And uh, Furnham and Barnes hit double turkey splashes. Yeah, that happened. Turkey splashes. That happened. So that was TNA. And again, gimmicky at points, but I felt like we got some storyline. Definitely better than SmackDown. Yeah, I felt like we got some storyline progressions. And we got the cool new wrinkle with Bromance. Yeah, I like Bromance with with Zima Ion. And Velvet Sky got kicked out in a main event type of angle. There was an actual, we'll get into this in the emails, but there was an actual female wrestling match. That wasn't bullshit. Right. It was Tampa and Velvet Sky, and it was a good match. But we'll come back. We're going to do two segments of emails. You like that? I do. Yeah, because the wrestling is... Yep. Yeah. So Please interact with us at Table Show on Twitter. Tableshow at gmail.com. Yes. Facebook.com slash Spanish Announce Table Podcast. Yes. And uh, we'll be back. We'll do those emails. When we come back to the Spanish announce table. Come on. On the Trending Topics Network. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com.
What's up, people? Mr. Old School, alter ego to the Mountie, here to let you know about a new podcast that I've been working on called Old School at the Movies. We talk all about the latest news and rumors, we review stats, we've got our own movie review of the week, predictions, contests, all that good stuff. Check us out at oldschoolmovies.net. Old School at the Movies, your one-stop shop for all your movie-related news. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Money, 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 money. Ooh. And speaking of money, if you'd like to donate a dollar to the table show, Gmail. Yeah, table show uh, at gmail.com. If you go to PayPal. PayPal. Use your PayPal. If you don't have a PayPal, get one signed up. It's free. Yes, it is. And you can send money that way. There you go. And you can send it by email to table show at gmail.com. And, and we'll, we'll play get this it. we'll play this song every time we receive money. And we did receive money from our first emailer. Okay. Cataclysmic. Cataclysmic, you are my favorite person on the face of this earth. <laughs> he sent us a very healthy, very generous donation. You are my favorite person on the face of this earth. And it actually allowed us. It put us over the edge to buy the website. Did you hear me, sir? You are my <laughs> yeah. favorite person on the face of this earth. I thought I was your favorite person. Not anymore. Hey, you ain't doing that shit. Well, you ain't sending me emails yes. and money. So the website will be brought to you by Cataclysmic. Yes, it will. Yeah, because he put us over the edge. I mean, this brought to you by founder. a bunch of people. He's the founder. Yes, he gave us the final donation that knocked us over the edge. And uh, he, I told him he could have a commercial spot, obviously, but he says he's got nothing to plug, but just ask that we plug his Twitter account. So that's at W-I-R Cataclysmic, which is, so I'll just spell out the whole Twitter handle. Yeah, at? At W-I-R-K-A-T-A-K-L-Y-Z-M-I-K. W-I-R cataclysmic. And if you need to hear that again, <laughs> rewind re- the podcast. Rewind the podcast. Or just listen a couple times, which is what everybody should do. Yes. Once it's done, just loop that shit. Or you can follow our followers. <laughs> and uh, you can He retweets us a lot, which Thank is great. You. So you can see that, yes. He says, hey, yo. Hey, yo. You know what we need to do for him? Huh. Let's get, the, next time, let's get the Scott Hall soundbite. I wonder if we could get him on the show. Yeah, I mean, hey. Yeah, yeah. But get the whole, hey, yo. Like, have, like, play hey, that. Hey, yo. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what we should do. He says, so I ain't no doctor, but do you really think it's a good idea for John Cena to be competing in a TLC match? He only returned back to action way too early last month. Do you think Cena will get some time off post-WrestleMania? He needs it. Also, the funeral for the Aces and Eights was easily the best TNA segment in years. It was hilarious seeing Joe offering a beer to Angle just to pull it away from him. Yeah, yeah. EY crying, Joe stuffing his fat face with food, and Tanae keeping Brooks' booty shorts. In parentheses, he wrote, dat ass. Yes, that ass. Hope you enjoy my little gift and keep on keeping on. I'll check back in next week. Cata! Out. Mm. John Cena. Shouldn't be competing in a TLC match. You know. I feel like he wouldn't do it if he didn't feel he could do it. They'll keep him safe. I don't think they're going to do anything where... Remember when he had that match with Edge yeah. and, they, and they did the uh, F5 off the ladder? I don't think any yeah. spots He's not like going to be doing any elbow drops from the top of the right, ladder. Yeah, yeah. I right. don't think anything like that will happen. It'll probably be a safe... He might get some chair TLC. shots to the back. Right. It'll be a safe TLC mm-hmm. match. Uh, but does he deserve time off? Of course. And here's the thing. 
he can take it off if they write a good enough storyline for whoever's coming up next. Yeah. That's all they need to do. Yeah. No, I agree with you. God, uh, you know, just you, they go, we can't do it without Cena. We can't do it without Cena. Guess what? You did it without Hogan. Then you did it without Stone Cold. Then you did it without Rock. And you're kind of doing it without Triple H. You can do it with someone else. It's a big wheel that keeps on turning. These are just spokes in the wheel. You can recycle them if you choose to work hard. Yeah. So. Yeah. They use Cena as a crutch. Yeah. Oh, God. We don't know what to do. Hey, Cena. Yeah. Can we put you in a bright. Uh, yeah. Turquoise. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? How does he end? Yeah. How does Cena end? Because, like we've said, and emails with your thoughts on that. How does Cena end? Yeah. How does the Cena character go away? Because what happens if, like he's saying, this TLC match? What if he gets seriously injured where he has to be gone a year? Well, they can do the whole he's rebuilding again. But what I'm saying, sure. But that's for a year. For I mean, they have to do something in, in the in the interim, and they haven't prepared themselves for that. Right. My question is. Is how do you how do you fade out uh, Cena? Because like when they faded out Hogan, it was because they put him in secondary matches, and then Bret Hart and Yokozuna were taking those main event spots, and then of course you know WrestleMania. Yeah. Would, but anyhow, at some point, Cena's going to get old. I right. mean, he's been wrestling now for you know but, couple decades here. I right, mean. with Hogan and even Stone Cold, <laughs> they had storylines that took him out. Cena's storyline has always been the same since 2006. Yeah. I'm the title, champ. Yeah. Or so, I want the title. Yeah. So then what the hell does he do to go away? I don't know. They're going to have to think of something. So, yeah. Something. Uh, Aces and eights. Well, we just talked about that. Yeah. It was really good. I don't know if it's the best in years. I mean, it was very original and it made me giggle. My only thing, and I told you this a couple days ago when we were talking here at the studio. I'm not a big fan, and this isn't a TNA thing. It's a it's a pro wrestling thing. I'm not a big fan of, and I'll use this example, if me and Captain Awesome are going up against Cataclysmic, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then, for some reason, Captain Awesome turns on me, I'm not going to be friends with Cataclysmic. Cataclysmic yeah. Now yeah. I'm just going to hate both of you. Yeah. But no, at but the funeral. You at the get funeral, Ken yeah, Anderson's uh-huh. hugging Kurt Angle. I don't remember Kurt Angle got abducted by him. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so I just don't get that. I've never yeah. understood that. Doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. No, but we did enjoy your little gift. Yes, we and did. It's not little. No, it's great. It was awesome. Yes, and we appreciate it, my dude. Yes, and uh, I'd say emails again next week, but I know you're going to do it because you're fucking awesome. And what the hell, mop jockey? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where's mop jockey been? Yeah, mop. Where you at? Dude, I'm calling you out Come right on, here, Mop. Mop. Well, we get an email from Charlie. Call, uh, hold on. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm kidding. Mop Jockey, I'm not calling you out. Right. Yeah, Don't yeah. find me and beat me up. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm not a tough I don't know person. if you heard on the WIR what he did to one guy. Yeah, I don't want to know. Yeah. Uh, what? He kidnapped him. Yeah. On see? the show. Jesus. And the guy was putting in calls from his seller. Please don't and he do asked this. Him, the guy, it was great. I mean, they had a good storyline feud, right. you know? And he would call and he'd be like, Dan, I'm here. And, in the mob jockey's basement, and he's like, oh, he's got chains, he's got dildos hanging from the ceiling. Why does he have dildos hanging from the ceiling? <laughs> Just a, I mean, mop, those guys, what are you doing down there? Those guys had a great storyline. Mop, who said it was a storyline? Yeah, well, see. Mop, mm, what are you doing? Mm, mm. Mop, maybe that's why he ain't writing. He's been having a little issue with the WIR fat man also. They need to work that out. But yes, they are. We're going to move on. We got an email from a guy we haven't had an email from in a while. Yeah, one of the Ch- or- originals. Charlie. Charlie. Uh, subject line. <laughs> 
<laughs> Go ahead and say it. Subject line was Cox. <laughs> now, we talked to Charlie off air because you know Charlie personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good friend of mine. And you said, send us an email. And he says, I'm going to send you an email that says, I heard this over the phone. He says, I'm just going to ask you, which wrestlers do you think has the biggest cocks? And I was like, do that. Send us that email. We can talk about that for a while. I said, my, I think it's Lady Tappa. <laughs> I'm going to say Batista. Batista. But, and so we get an email that says Cox. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> That's not what the email asks. And us. then, okay, so before anyone gets offended or looks, or looks at their phone <laughs> or however they're listening to us very right. oddly, uh, there's a running joke right. on all of the kayfabe shoot interviews. And it's it's not one person, but one person started it, and now it's a movement. So anytime Nash or Hall or uh, Al Snow or uh, anyone does one of these shoot interviews and they get questions from fans, there's always one question. It'll be like, you know, Nash, uh, what was the hardest part about being in the NWO towards the end of the Wolfpack? And he'll answer it. And then the next question will be, How's big? How big is Batista's cock? <laughs> yeah, and, and it I'll be, slip it in. Yeah. Right, yeah. And it how big is be, Batista's dick? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, like for example, I, I think who was it? They asked, uh, they asked X Pac. Mm-hmm, yeah. He's like, I've never worked with the guy. I don't <laughs> yeah. even know if I wanted to tell you. And so it's just a running joke of how big is Batista's cock. Yeah. So for those, don't look weird or oddly yeah. at your phone or how your device that you're right. listening to us. Uh, it's a running joke. It's not really a, a serious matter. So what he does ask us. Will you guys be getting the WWE Network if it actually happens, and what would you like to see air on it? Would you like any of the pay-per-views to be given away on it? Thanks for the time. Uh, yes, I'll be getting it. Absolutely. I think I've heard the price point will be nine ninety nine a month. Here's my thing, because I'm confused still on this concept. Uh-huh. Okay, so back history real quick. Uh, I work for a company called Titan Fighting Championships, right. and we do a show on Access TV. Now, that's a channel that's on your premium uh, yes. tier. Right? Is that what the network's going to be, or is the network just going to be 24-7 programming on your on-demand? No, it'll be... Get what I'm saying? It'll be a network that you buy. So, But, but I think you'll have to buy... It's not going to be part of a package. It'll be, it won't be on-demand. You can't buy chunks of it. So it's going to be like an HBO. Right. Okay, that makes more sense. Yes, if it's like an HBO or a Showtime, yeah, but nine ninety nine is tough for one channel. I think I think Showtime is ten, yeah. 10 bucks. Yeah, but Showtime's probably a little bit higher quality of programming than WWE. Oh, put out. whoa, calm down. Sunday morning movies on Showtime suck asshole. Yeah, true, it's some Rob but Lowe movie. Shows, and right? Stuff. Yeah, I mean, but some Rob Lowe movie from nineteen eighty four that no one cared about. But um, I'm, I really want to see the Legends House that they've already shot. Mm-hmm. And Sci-Fi didn't pick it up. Yeah. So I want to see that. I don't think we'll get the pay-per-views given away on it. I think what they've talked about is you getting discounted pay-per-views if you subscribe to the network. So it'll probably be one of those rebate kind of things. I think they should. I think the Battlegrounds... Uh, yeah, but they still get hundreds of thousands of buys for that. And they're going to lose all that. Yeah. And I don't think you'll get enough to counterbalance... The sixty dollars a month times two hundred thousand, right? You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, it makes sense, but it'd be a cool added bonus if they at least did two, two a year. Yeah. Where you know, like Clash of the Champions. Remember, Clash of the Champions was on TBS, yeah, but it was billed as a pay per view. Well, sure, they could put on some things on there. Sure, yeah, yeah, give us some quote unquote free pay per views. Right, they well, should do. Stuff here's like what that. I want to see. I want to see. I want to see uh, some 
I wouldn't mind seeing a women's only show. Give yeah. them an hour. What What do you mean by women's only? Like women's total only, diva? Like, not total divas, but like a wrestling even a wrestling show. Like do like a, a like a SmackDown, but a women's version. Make it an hour. Uh huh. You know what I mean? So maybe you get a couple extra girls on there, and they don't have to be main roster even. It can be like an NXT kind of thing on there. Put NXT on it. Yes. You know? Um, I also want to see maybe some uh, ESPN-like shows. Have somebody sitting there talking about the highlights. Kind of, hey, maybe us. Um, you know? Something like that, you know? Uh, see some of that. I want to see, you know, you put your WWE films on it. Yeah. You know? Put yeah. that stuff on there. See Just no constant evil. running things that... Maybe aren't always wrestling, mm-hmm. but have to do with WWE somehow. You want to hear what I want it, want them to do? Yeah, I want them to do the Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast. Have him live, sitting in the studio doing it. Yep. What about the Spanish announce table? Oh well, of course. But how cool? Because so it's so amazing for us to sit there. I I feel this is th- this way. For for example, the Ric Flair uh, interview. It was so amazing just to sit there. And picture in my head, Austin and Flair are sitting on two beds at the Marriott, yeah, yeah. drinking beer and bullshitting. Yeah. Now, imagine if I could also really see that. Yeah, it'd just be awesome. That would be fucking yeah. awesome. Now, he couldn't do the Unleashed, or maybe he could. Maybe you do Stone Cold uh, regular. Unleashed after midnight. Yeah, yeah, Unleashed after midnight, one in the morning. Yeah. You know why not? It's a, then, it's a premium network that you pay for, right? And then the clean Daniel Bryan stuff airs at four on a Thursday, yeah, or even I, prime time, even if you right. Want. Yeah, I want to see the Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast. I want to see. I want to see. Remember when they did like uh, WWE? Oh, what was it called? Uh, uncent, not uncut, or I don't remember. Remember when they were like showing you John Cena's house? Oh uh, yeah, okay, or yeah, like right, Trish yeah, yeah, Stratus's photo shoot? Yeah. yeah. I want to see that stuff again. Yeah, yeah. Now Do they only, now they always said, "Hey, this kind of hurt the business because it broke the characters." But, you know, it gives them the opportunity to shine a little something bit more. Something like what um Impact's doing with the Impact 365. Right. Yeah, Do, Do something, something like that. Yeah. Um one other thing I'd like to see is I'd like to see, you know, the I don't know how to phrase this. Like the Legends of Roundtable kind of thing. Yeah. But have a topic not just bullshitting. Yeah, no, a topic each week or something. Because, yeah. you know, sometimes when you watch it, it would be like heat seekers. And they would literally, because Michael Hayes is a dick and was always on there, yeah. he would just overtake it and just be like, <laughs> what do you mean I was there for about as long as a cup of coffee? Smoke a cigar, a JR, say something stupid. Yeah. You know, but if you did a Legends of Roundtable with a topic of like, hey, who's the best guy to do a promo? You have an hour to talk about it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. They could use clips and stuff. Yeah. I mean, all kinds of stuff. And like how that. many legends could they use? You could have such an eclectic mix of Scott Hall, Joey Styles, uh, Booker T, and King Kong Bundy. Yeah, you could do all kinds of people. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. the kind of stuff I want to see the the reward for being a fan for so long. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, we'll see. Charlie, good email. Yes. Better than the original question you were probably going to ask us. <laughs> It's always Batista, though. We're going to come back. We're going to hit up two more emails, and then we're going to end this damn show, man. Yes, we are. On the Spanish announce table on the Training Topics Network. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com. Mixed Martial Arts has found a home in Kansas City. Fight Show Live with Ozone and Tina. 
Tune in every Sunday night at 8 as they cover the cage with news, commentary, calls, and big-name interviews. Oh, my God! Heel to the jaw. How good was that? Experts in the business of beatdown. He paused with the left and bang, right on the jaw. Fight Show Live with Ozone and Team Sunday nights at 8 on Sports Radio 1025 The Fan. Hello, ladies. Indeed, we have a lady listener. Katie sent us an email. She also contacted us on on our Twitter machine. Yes, on our Twitter machine. And so you can do that and then follow up with an email. That'd be great. Guys, Uh, or you don't even have to write the damn email. You can just write us a tweet or a Facebook post. And then we'll, you know, we'll work on this. Yeah, we'll work it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. But emails are the best. Emails are the easiest for us. We can print them off, do all that kind of jazz. But Katie hit us up on Twitter, said uh, she just started listening and uh, thought the Rob Schamberger interview was great and says she pretty much agrees with most of what we say. And I mean, oops, who doesn't? That's usually true. Who doesn't? But Katie did send us an email and she says, hey, it's Katie. Hey, Katie. Hey, Katie. She says, I have two questions. Who will win? in the 2014 Rumble, and should there be a women's tag team titles again? I think the ladies should have more titles. Okay, let's do the ladies first here. Of course, let's always do let's, the ladies Let's do first. the ladies first. Um, my personal thought here is right now there's no room for the women's tag team titles. I think if you had the women's show that I was talking about on the network, yes, you would. Here's the problem that you're not going to see this with. TNA's better about this. They give the women time and actual wrestling matches and storylines that aren't, hey, let's go out here and make them all dance. Hey, let's just have total divas. And it's not just, let's just, I mean, like, WWE is classic about being old school male chauvinistic of not taking the ladies seriously. Mm-hmm. You follow me? Yes. It's come out for divas musical chairs. Mm-hmm. There's no guys doing, you know what I mean? Like, you'll get a little bit of Titus puking on people and doing some stuff that's kind of maybe beneath them. Most <clears throat> notorious against the divas. Notorious. They're just terrible about it. And once in a while, a Tristratus Lido will come along. You know, AJ Lee. Yeah, once. In a while. But even that, they're not using her. Right. Yeah. Of course. In that way. Yeah. They could have serious actual feuds mm-hmm. if they would put the time and work into it. Yep. So you're not going to see it on WWE, and not at any time soon. I say it could work, and this is the reason why I say it could work. Just like the world title is the secondary title to yeah. the WWE title, yeah. you use the Divas title as Raw, right? Mm-hmm. So the only time <clears throat> we're seeing Raw matches with Divas is for the Divas title, right? So it's AJ versus Brie. Right. It's AJ versus Natalia. Well, now they are starting to get an influx of a lot of fucking girls, yeah. right? Yeah. So go over to uh, SmackDown. That's where we get the stupid-ass Bellas, tag team champs, yeah, and they go up against Funkadactyls. Yeah. And then you get them going up against new blood of JoJo and Eva Marie, right? Mm-hmm. Or Oksana and or, anybody. Or, yeah. Or, yeah, Alicia yeah. Fox and Yeah, but Oksana. the whole thing is WWE won't put in the time to put in serious storylines to do is, it. What I'm saying is their, their storylines can't sustain week or or two times in one week yeah so just have them go one time a week just have aj wrestle once yeah and then 
you keep the other girls active by doing tag mm-hmm. matches, and you could do the yeah. Cena well, storyline. Where, where WWE is probably thinking is they're again they're about the money, which is why we always see John Cena because people came out to see John Cena is what they think. So we got to put John Cena out there on every show. Because they'll give refunds to people if John Cena couldn't show for whatever reason. Well, he didn't do it for SmackDown for so long. Um, well, um, so they think people want to see the Divas Champion. They want to see AJ Lee. We've got to put her out there. This is kind of their mentality. I, I think, think they're, they're wrong. Yeah, yeah. But the the Bella Twins, you could sell so much merchandise with the belts and all that shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you keep them active. And you protect them because they cannot hold a candle to AJ. Yeah. Well, TNA is the one who did it. Right, the, the knockouts tag team, but titles. they only have one show. And they don't we, have enough knockouts either. Well, they don't have enough knockouts, and they only do one show. Yeah, WWE, WWE could pull it off much easier. WWE could do, but they won't do it. SmackDown, yeah. women's title, Raw. Yeah. No, they Divas. don't. They don't view, and even it's weird with Stephanie being in charge, and they have what was her name, uh, Jane, mm-hmm. right in the background. Things why there's not more actual serious storylines with women in them. Yeah, there's I just not know. enough focus, and I think there should be. You've got some great workers. Give us something to actually care about. This is all garbage. It's it's piss breaks. It's it's gimmick. Let's go out and dance for the crowd and make it a circus. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just terrible. Let's yeah. move on. Who will win the 2014 Royal Rumble? You go first. Daniel Bryan. No. Yeah, Daniel Bryan. No. Yep. No. Yep. I bet you. Daniel Bryan wins it. I bet you. Okay, who are you going to win? Who's going to win it? It's not going to be Daniel Bryan. Not going to be Daniel Bryan? No. Who's it going to be? Because he's already had his moment. Who's going who's gonna to be? Yeah, but they botched it. Still did it. Uh-huh. I think that the winner of the 2014 Royal Rumble is going to be, surprise, Sheamus. You think Sheamus is going to win the Rumble yep. and go on to Mania and Main Event Mania? Yep. Because especially if there's going to be... Triple threat. If there's going to be one champion. Triple threat. Sheamus? Why not? Hello, what have we said all show? Because it's WrestleMania 30, and they have got the world's eyes on them, and they're going to put their big stars They just the did match. WrestleMania in New York, and that was a shit show. Right, but this is 30. This is, Doesn't yeah, matter. Nope. Nope. Katie. WrestleMania 20 sucked, too. Outside of the main event, mm. Goldberg and Brock Lesnar. That was <laughs> terrible. And then the finish of And Eddie. they both knew they were both leaving. Like, right. That was just terrible. And then the, the botch finish, in my opinion, of Eddie Guerrero and Kurt Angle. <laughs> and then the three-on-two tag team of Evolution versus Rock and Sock. <laughs> yeah, so they don't care if it's 30. No, it's 30. They're going to... Sheamus. Daniel Bryan. Sheamus. All right. Katie, thank you. Okay, I'm not 100% it's Sheamus, but I'm 100% it's not Daniel Bryan. <laughs> okay, well, then we'll find out. Katie, thanks for the email. Thanks for following. Tell your friends... Just that's awesome. Glad to have you. Thank aboard. you so much. Yeah, it's good to have a female voice in here. Of course. Yeah. Tell us what you think about the Divas. Yeah. Send us some more tweets, emails. Yeah. Let you us know, know. I mean, if you're gonna ask us about what we think, we'd like to hear what yeah, you think. Absolutely. We'd like to know what the ladies are thinking because we were gonna ask a six year old. So let's ask some ladies. Let's ask some ladies what they think, of, especially about the ladies thing. I think they need to have lady writers for the Divas division because what. What are you laughing about? <laughs> I was going to make a sexist comment, but I'm oh, not going terrible. to. <laughs> no, they need to have women writers for the women's division because, guys, we don't really know what women think and talk about. We don't get them, and we don't understand them. I've always thought, I've always thought, 
the best women's character could be similar to an AJ where it's a little bit crazy, but she's nice three weeks out of the month. Oh, that's so terrible. <laughs> one week, she's a total yeah. heel. See, no. <laughs> this is exactly the problem. <laughs> this is exactly the problem. Katie, don't listen to this, man. The views expressed by T-Mac are not exactly... <laughs> We could call her like Pam. No, no, <laughs> no, PMS. like an MVP. Yeah, no. <laughs> Pamela Marie Snyder. <laughs> That's terrible. The views of T Mac are not oh necessarily the views god. of the Spanish announce table. <laughs> that is the truth. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> terrible. Katie, please. You just drove away our only female listener. I'm sorry, Katie. Please stay. If you want to write me a personal hate tweet, it's at Titan T-Mac. You can go right after me. <laughs> it's okay. That's terrible. Let's move on to Matt. I don't mean that either. Matt. Has Matt ever sent us an email? No. No. Matt. Matt, welcome to the show, welcome sir. Welcome to the show. New listeners. See what I'm talking about? Well, I think yes. he's been listening. He's been listening. Yeah. He's just been dormant as far as interaction. Right. He says, what was the first big wrestling moment that caused you to fall in love with wrestling? God, you know, this is what's great about our emails is every single, okay, so every single week we get a current, your thoughts on the big picture, and then, hey man, why are you doing this? Yeah. It seems like every week we get at least three emails or three questions that's like that. So thank you, Matt. Go ahead. You want to go first or you want me to go first? Mine was the first time I saw it, and it was Hulk Hogan cutting a promo, WrestleMania 2, when he's getting ready to face King Kong Bundy, and I come around the corner, I think my uncles are watching my parents' house, and I'm like, what is this? What is this? Mm-hmm. And then I saw what it was, they explained to me it's wrestling, it's Hulk Hogan, so the next time I'm you younger, I like the, turn on. Do you remember the promo? Was it the promo where he's inside the steel cage and yeah. he's like the steel cage? I, I love I think it, so. man. Yeah, if brother, I, if, this really this really gets me going. I, I can't remember exactly right now, but right. I think if I looked it up, I'd I'd, yeah. I'd be able to. I mean, I was I don't know young. Right. You know what I mean? So I don't know. My so my first exposure to wrestling was uh, my stepdad. Uh, he's he's a wrestling fan as far as he likes the athleticism. Mm-hmm. Right, right, and so he was a Sting fan. Okay, because Sting was really the first guy that had that great muscle build, but could do the Stinger splash right. and jump. He was the first just, big one that people knew. Of. Well, he was the first big guy that could actually move. Like Hogan could yeah, never do no, a Stinger uh, splash. No, 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 no. Get what I'm saying? Which is a right, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it, no, it, yeah, yeah. You know, at the, at, and the Stinger splash at one time was an athletic move. Well, he sure, got yeah, a pot. Yeah, you know, yeah. now he doesn't. Anyhow, so that was my first exposure to it. I remember Saturday mornings uh, watching Sting. And so I remember thinking, like, that's the shit. Yeah, yeah. The moment, though, when I was like, all right, I'm in love with this. This is going to be what I do something forever. I'm going to watch it forever. Right. Actually, it didn't come until later. It, w- it, was a, uh, it was the Monday Night Raw where uh one two three kid beat razor ramon yeah and i just went fucking nuts for it yeah and my mom my mom hates wrestling yeah and she goes what yeah. and a little guy beat razor yeah and i had watched wrestling i cried when yeah. ultimate warrior yeah. beat hogan i've talked about that many times you know so i was invested into it but i really like that raw for some reason i was like now nah, i'm not giving this up yeah you know what i mean and i remember 
fighting with my mom because I had to go to bed at 10 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. They always went till 10 05. Right. And I remember fighting so much to stay awake, you know, to yeah, watch yeah. it that I was like, that match for some reason, it wasn't even like that I was a one, two, three yeah. kid fan. It was just like, I'm not going to give this up. Yeah, no. So that would be the moment I was like, this is it for me. I, if anybody listening right now can help me out with this, I remember I saw the one, two, three kid before he was the one, two, three kid. Mm-hmm. I was watching it on something. I don't remember. I was younger. I would come home from school and then it would be on television. It was a wrestling organization and it was, they would hold these 24 man tournaments and it would come down to three people at the end and they'd have a three way thing for the final, the winner of the tournament. Okay. And this is where I saw what I think was the lightning kid. Mm-hmm. What was his name? Yeah. And I saw him do some crazy, it was like a spinning back heel from the ring to the, you know, like mm-hmm. to the announce table, which hadn't been done before. But I couldn't remember. I would watch this all the time and they'd have these tournaments. And I don't remember the name of the wrestling organization. And I can't find anything about it. I've like Googled that, tried to find anything. Can't find nothing. Wikipedia. Yeah. I've Nothing? I've looked. Maybe I need to start looking under Sean Waltman and see where he's been. Right. Trying to find it that way. But yeah. I would, just guessing because uh-huh. of his uh, Stone Cold interview. Yeah. Maybe it was Eddie Graham and Florida. Yeah, I don't know. Because I felt like food. he said he was in there for a while. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know at all. But we've got to go, man. i got to work in a couple hours again. Uh, tableshow at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Send us an email. At Tableshow. On Twitter. Uh-huh. I'm at The Awesome Voice. I'm at Titan T-Max. Send all of your hate mail directed towards me, please. <laughs> yes. Send us a dollar. Send us uh, many dollars. PayPal, like. tableshow at gmail.com. Yes. Get us that interaction that we've been talking about. Yeah, because right now, guys, I know we can do a lot better. Yeah. And we're doing good, but wrestling isn't helping us out yeah, right no. now. Wish us luck getting that legend. Oh, we're going to get the legend. Mm. I just got to get the balls to call him because <laughs> I have his phone number. I'm scared. But it's a legend. It's a legend. It's a legend. And he Hall is, of Famer. And he's legend. close to us yeah. and he could kill me. Yes. Still to this day. Easily. So anyway, we'll be back next week with big number twenty mm-hmm. of the Spanish announce table on the Training Topics Network. Trainingtopicsnetwork.com. dot com.